la 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 la. Hey, bam, we're live. Good morning, Jethro. Good morning, Marissa. Anahosa. Good morning, Dusty. Mr. Willard, what's up? Good morning, Blade. Yo. I saw a uh, Instagram crip, crip. I saw Instagram crip. I saw Instagram. I saw an IG video. You know the, the tall redheaded guy who's singing that song that everyone likes right now? It's like some sort of country song. It sounds like it's from, is it a country song? Maybe it's a rock and roll song. I don't know what genre that falls into, but he was on Rogan recently. The backstory on that's kind of crazy. I didn't I didn't know the backstory on that song. What what's the name of that song again? Something the men in the north of West Virginia. Epstein's Island, kids on Epstein's Island, blah blah blah. Anyway. That guy asked for a message from God and then 30 days later he's got the number one song in the country. That's kind of a crazy story. From drug addict to uh Hey, um hi. What's going on? Dude, did you um did you look up to the heavens and, and were you like, dear God, please send me a stable of amazing athletes. I will do the rest. And then one year later, you have an amazing stable of athletes. Man, that's a big question right there. Damn, I didn't even like get my mind right for this one. Uh, short. No, I didn't. No, I Damn. didn't do that. Did you hear I the usually... story about the redheaded guy who did that? Like, I, I just saw like, I didn't hear it come out of his mouth, but I heard Rogan giving a synopsis. You know what song I'm talking about? The country song that's taken the country by storm. Yeah, the, the redhead with the beard, right? Yeah, 30 days before that song became popular, I guess he's a drug addict, and he looked to the heavens and said, Dear God, fucking hook it up, bro. I need your help. And he's off of drugs. And he said, If you hook it up, God, I'll spread your word for the rest of my life or some shit. He made a deal with... I guess you're supposed to make a deal with the devil. He made a deal with God. Really? That's what I mean. I saw just a quick clip on Instagram. You know the app? The, the big phone app thing? Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on there. Admittedly, I've only seen about like 30 second clips of that song. I haven't quite listened to the whole thing, but I imagine it's, catchy. it's pretty good. You yeah. like it? Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was good, the parts that I heard. He makes like a thing like, he, he, may, he takes like, he even mentions Epstein's Island on there. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. I didn't know. I didn't know it went like that, but wow. all right, that's cool. Hey, I got a, a question for you. It's the kind of thing that really should be said privately, but I'm going to say it publicly. Okay, go. I watched a video that Street Horner made the other day, and then I watched this other video that Dallin made. I don't know if they made them or who's coaching them, but mm -hmm. they're. They were weird videos. It's like Street Horner's like, it's a whole video about how he should be more vulnerable, but he's not being more vulnerable. It's like, hey, dude, shouldn't you have been more vulnerable instead of saying you're going to be more vulnerable? Or Dallin's talking about his brand or something. And I started thinking, oh, shit, someone's coaching these guys to do it, like, to sell themselves. I started tripping. I started, I was like, went into a little bit of a panic. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. First, I was like blaming social media. I'm like, what are these guys doing? It doesn't even make any sense. Just, Go out and do some, you know, you want to be vulnerable, take some fucking LSD and and, and go live on Instagram. Yeah. 
I was tripping on the videos. They just seem to miss the mark. Yeah, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be rude, but it's kind of like um uh, well fuck it I'm gonna do it um it, it's 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 like when people say hey my account is for God and then I'm like okay well I'm I'm here for it give me some God shit but there, there's no God shit or I'm here to help women okay I'm here for it give me some help women shit but there's none and it was I was tripping a little I was tripping oh, yeah. do you know what videos I'm talking about I I do I was actually I was there when they were shooting them um not. Not do you agree with me so, or do you think I'm just being too harsh and I'm off base and they're, they're young men and. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if like vulnerability in in a sense of like, I want my social media platform to show my vulnerable side of things, or if he's just saying in that interview, because the interview is asking them very specific questions on, you know, what this, this, and that does to you. Right. And he's like, well, I'm trying to be more vulnerable and whatnot. So maybe in his life, he's trying to be more vulnerable, but I don't know. I haven't really listened to the whole thing on street side, but I did listen to Dallin side of things. Um, you know, the, the interview, they're asking them questions. The platform is asking them questions to help like promote that the platform that they're using, um, which is like a posting, uh, company that does like, I knew um, it. I you know, knew it. I knew it. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, now, I mean, I, th I do, I believe street, you know, I haven't really Dallas Dallas isn't as uh, directed to that as streets is, but I do believe Dallas says some weird shit. Like he's referring to himself as a brand. It's like, no dude, you're a man of God. We already know that. Don't, don't refer to yourself. You're not a brand. You're a boy. You're a boy with the the crazy physical body that works hard, and um and you're a man of God. Like these are and, and you're not a brand. I don't know. I yeah. just what I think. I'm like tripping. Um, I'm tripping. At, at, if you want to, if you want to be vulnerable, come on this show. I'll ask you like who touched you that made you um, want to push that you're running when you were a little boy that makes you now do CrossFit and hang out in the pain cave. We'll get to it. I, yeah. We'll get to it, baby. We'll get to it. Yeah. You know. uh man i mean vulnerable man i like i think i think being vulnerable is like kind of like what you mentioned but instead of going on public air just like you know sit sit down on the beach and just like deal with your emotions and deal with the things that you're thinking about in your mind and see if when you come out the other side of it if you can be like a step closer to that vulnerability you know I, I all let me give Dallin some love too. Um, I don't I don't know Street's material at all. That was like one of the first videos I've ever seen of Street. The only I know that um uh, my homeboy Andrew Hiller is friends with him and really likes him. Mm. And I know yeah, Street's that, a super good dude. And I know that he used to put it to uh, Miss uh, David's daughter, but other than that, I don't know him so good. But or of him, but Dallin uh, walks the walk. He he has uh, um. Uh, he's got a little bit of that um, young rich froning in him where like if you saw him come out of a brothel you wouldn't think he was in there fucking chicks you would think he was like trying to save someone you know what I mean yeah like yeah. nothing seems I, like, like it could stick to him he don't got to do anything else just keep doing him 100% yeah and I, you know what like you just described his brand like that's what that's what that is and you know Dallin I think when Dallin is saying like his you know his brand like mm -hmm. That's it right there. It's just like a young froning and, you know, he's going in there to save, you know, the world. Yeah. All right. Uh, Johnny was, um, I didn't even know, I didn't even know Street was a brute athlete. So, so uh, 
Street wasn't a brute athlete when he was competing. Um, I'm not, I'm really not hundred percent sure uh, his story of like who's coaching him. I know he was proven for his last like season, uh, but we're actually teaming up with Street to release a, uh, a training program or a reboot of our brute body program that used to be uh, headlined by Brooke Ants back in the day. Two amazing bodies. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You ever seen that's Brooke Ants' mom? That's you ever seen Brooke Ants' mom? That's a type of – I haven't. No? Yeah. Dispel, dispel any uh, steroid rumors instantaneously. I saw there was this video where her mom flexes her arm in the kitchen. Her arm is crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's just genetic. You know what I mean? Just yeah, genetic. Yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, hey. I mean, and hard work, but you know what I mean? But there there's a uh, a response factor there. I hate it when people accuse her of being on roids. And then I and then I saw her mom partially naked. And I was like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you saw her mom parsley naked. Was this in like the kitchen? Person, or are we just talking about no, just your in a video. kitchen or uh, <laughs> no, not my kitchen. She can come to my kitchen. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to seeing her mom partially naked. I have to be careful. Last time I talked about Brooks, she called me and had to slap me around a little, but I don't think I've yeah. said anything bad yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I okay, mean, so the release of the body program with a uh, reboot with uh, Street Horner. Yep. Yeah. It's I'm actually, you know what, man, I'm excited. So here's, here's the thing that I liked about uh, street was the way he was describing the, how he trains right now versus how he trained, you know, when he was competing um, was, you know, he's like, guys, I understand. I like, I look like this. I did like 10 years of working out for five plus hours a day to try to be as fit as I could possibly be. And so like, I realized that now at my stage, I don't need to be doing five hours a day to keep my physique, but I can at least show you guys that these things can be done without training five hours a day. You just have to be um, consistent with this, which obviously like everyone knows that thing. Um, but he mentioned, he mentions things like, you know, you, you don't need to be snatching, right? You could do dumbbell snatches. You know, you can bring an object from ground to overhead. We could, we can say, yeah, that looks like a snatch, but you know, in order to get that like physique that, you know, uh, street has, or even Brooke has, it's like it doesn't take building up to a one rep max snatch. Um, so yeah, it's 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 cool to hear him say uh, things like that. And I don't I don't think he realizes it when you know he's saying those things. It's like oh, that's actually uh, that's good content for people to hear. He he did. Well, there was something else in there about um, the the about when you post on Instagram feeling like every lift has to be a PR or some shit. I can't really. I mean, I guess I. I mean, I can't really relate to that. I mean, obviously, I don't want to post anything stupid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It makes me look like a ding dong. It is our own um, personal, personal people magazines. Each of our accounts. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought I would give that. I would give that feedback. That yeah. that I'd like to see people just do more. Like if if you're mm -hmm. um like if you're say you're gonna do stuff for women then then start a series where you're like teaching a, a class yeah. with young with 12 year old girls to do crossfit and then every once in a while chirp in there about some values you have mm -hmm. you know what i mean count to yeah. 1000 before you send a, a naked picture to your boyfriend you know what i mean like like offer him some practical yeah. fucking advice um as opposed yeah. to just like yeah here yeah, i, I know am you, you know you know what i mean just like or like like every time james is on it comes on a podcast. I'd like to hear him start with like, I'm going to read you 30 seconds out of the Bible. 
my homeboy God got wanted me to say that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Or Street Horner to come on and like show like the side of his shaft and be like, look, I'm being vulnerable. Pull down his pants and show his shaft. Or or the first time I I just catch her and I want to tell you something. Oh, I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, I think, man, I think we're just like we're people just trying to figure ourselves out. As soon as we think we know who we are, like we got shocked and we're just like, well, who am I? What do I want? Like what what makes me happy? It's just oh, it's just God. like a a revolving a revolving like uh, like a merry-go-round. Every time it goes around, though, it's like a different scene. You're not just stuck in a theme park, you know. Uh, Andrew Hiller. Uh, but Street Horners had that body since he was 15. You goddamn right. Yeah. Uh, now, when when he was when he was fit 15, compared to what what it is now, or even like, let's say when he was competing at the highest level of competing, you know, I would I would guess at that point in time it's probably uh obviously like weighed more um you know uh his muscles were probably what would look like more full uh more dense now he just looks like you know like functional fitness you know he just lives like functional fitness it's not he's not living to compete um uh john chapman does matt wear those glasses in case he gets a reflection from his teeth and it blinds his eyes those teeth are white are those to protect your eyes from <laughs> I like this Chapman guy already. Uh, you know what's funny, man, is like, I, I, like we have options. People that wear glasses, it's like, do I put contacts on this morning or do I put sunglasses on that have prescription? And it's yeah, like, how yeah. lazy do I want to be? And like, how much time do I got this morning? Uh, and that, that's that's where we're at. You know, it's like. Oh, I have 50 need- pair of glasses, all prescription, and 42 of them are sunglasses. So I feel you. I yeah, fucking you, feel you. And I love my know? sunglass prescriptions. Dude, it's about you never lose them. It's like I need them and all the worst the worst though is when you get stuck inside and you're the only yes. you're the only schmuck wearing sunglasses inside and you're like I can't like they gotta stay on. I know. Like I would be the guy making fun of the guy. Hey, if your girlfriend's hot as fuck, you can wear sunglasses indoors. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say I, I think I think <laughs> that's I one think of the benefits of having a hot girlfriend that people don't talk about. <laughs> to wear shit inside out yeah the the biggest the biggest thing is if you have a hot girlfriend you're allowed to have a mustache and it's not creepy yeah like i think i think you can actually it's it makes more sense to have a mustache when you're with someone than it is to have a mustache when you're single and it's like one one version is well both of them you're gonna you're gonna uh keep good looking girls from talking to you so it serves mm. it serves uh you know one good purpose and the other one is just only serves you. Right. I like that. Good that's a that's a, a two page book on the mustache. <laughs> I do want to say this, I do agree with this. Sunlight's good for your eyes, ditch the sunglasses. I have no idea if this is true, but I heard that when you when sun hits your eyes, I'm not talking about like looking directly into the sun, but mm-hmm. it signals your body induces some sort of mechanism that is important so i do actually do that try to do that like if i'm at the beach yesterday i was at the beach for like three hours playing frisbee with my kids and i try i take my sunglasses off and i just like all right suck it up buttercup take take some take some sun you know you know what i wonder is i I, and I've, i've heard the same thing before is how much how how long do you have to do that for like like how long of your life you have to do that for because when i was a kid all of my outdoor sports up until when I was 21 
Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't wear sunglasses. I was, literally, it was just outside all the time. You know, my eyes you know, burn from the sun, whatever the case may be. It's like now, man, my eyes are so sensitive. Mm. It's like, you know, it, like when when is enough enough? You know, it's I can't walk around this outside. I mean, I'm, I'm about to go golfing here in a second. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Just like squint at the ball because it's so bright. The contrast of the white up against the green. It's like, you know, let me just be comfortable. You know, wear I, I didn't wear sunglasses until I was in my thirties. I remember the very first, the very first. You want to? Is a crazy story. The very first time I ever wore sunglasses, I was probably thirty-five years old, and I was at the Four Seasons in Arizona, and there were like only six employees at CrossFit or something like that, and we had a meeting in the morning, in some room Greg had rented. <laughs> Like not not like a hotel room, but you know what I mean, like a like a like a meeting room. And I so you're wearing sunglasses inside, dude. I had been up at the bar drinking all night the night before. I was so sick. It was like my (laughs) first work meeting ever in my life. And uh, yeah, and I and I asked someone if I if I could borrow their sunglasses, and I wore sun. I was the only fucking idiot indoors wearing sunglasses. But dude, it saved me. And people kept going, "Why are you wearing sunglasses?" I was like, "I don't know." But I had never worn sunglasses ever. That was the first time I was addicted after that. Man, I was thirty five. That was was not too long ago, huh? Mm -mm. Oh, for me, it was a long time ago. Sixteen years ago, fifty six, fifty one. How old are you? Thirty five. Oh, look at that. Uh. The other day I texted you about I was hearing all sorts of uh, changes at that were going to occur at Brute, like or mm-hmm. or occur, occur occurring. Can, can I just rattle them off to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I heard that. Um, uh, I, I didn't hear any. Let me start with these two. I didn't hear anything about Fee Sagafi, the mm-hmm. uh, 2023, uh, one of the fittest women in the world. 2023 went to the CrossFit Games training at a Brute. Amazing woman. Probably one of the best talkers out of the brute camp too. Genuine happy. And then Dallin Pepper heard nothing about him. No rumors about him. Then I heard that Emma and Dom were traveling to uh, Christianville to uh, do the 2024 season. Are you asking me a question or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what, so yeah, yeah. That's the first question. So are they going to Christianville, Tennessee, uh, Emma and uh, Dom? So Emma was actually, she was traveling. I think, oh, I know. Okay. Okay. I know I do it. So Olivia. Sola, Emma Carey, the girl, she's like got great potential. Yeah. She's probably yeah. going to win oh, the game. Okay. I do year. remember. She I do has remember to be her. kept away from Daniel Brandon or else they'll scrap. Uh, the, yeah. the good and evil will scrap. Uh, Olivia Sulik actually um, moved up to college in Florida somewhere for um, what kind of what you're mentioning, this like Christian school. Um, and then Emma is like her best friend. So she helps her move up there. From there, Emma went over to Europe and she's been in Europe for like two and a half, three weeks now, uh, traveling around Europe. Um, that's fun. Yeah. it's a, And that's something that I was actually super excited for her uh, to go do. It's, I mean, it's her birth, her, her first European trip. Um, besides that, I mean, Emma comes back tomorrow. She arrives back tomorrow and then, you know, n- normal stuff from there. We start training officially. Uh, for Christianville was supposed Monday. to be a joke about Cookville. Christianville was supposed to be a joke about Cook. Cook, Cook yeah. Cook, so, um, no, the f- false. 
I guess okay. is what okay. I would say about that. Um, Coach Dom. How do um, those rumors start? Do you even know? Like I'm not, I, I had two so, or three pretty good. Pretty, I wouldn't say they're good sources, but I didn't make yeah. it up. I wasn't so like, when, like if I told you, Hey, I heard Danielle Brandon was pregnant. I'm making that up. That's how I'm fishing. Yeah. I've so heard when, no rumors. Uh, She's not when, pregnant. Is she? No. When Dom, when Dom finished up at the CrossFit games, this is the story that Dom shared with me. Uh, as he was walking back to the campground, um, a couple of people from, the Cookville camp reached out to him and heard that uh, he was going his separate ways from Brute. And, you know, what people don't know is that Dom and I spoke, you know, months ago um, about his, uh, about his own personal goals and how they align with his work goals. And one of those things was he wanted to break away from Brute. And so, you know, I was there to support it. Um, from there, uh, you know, Dom did his research on on Mayhem. Now, obviously, you, Christianville, I I agree, and that is essentially that's a big part of Dom's life. Um, of Christianity. I so, so he, maybe he's valued. He wants to be more work where he's surrounded by people of those values. Yeah, and I think like everything. Like, so he was offered a position over there, and part of that offering was. Um, being Pochema. able to work Pochema. with Pochema, Pochema, no, <laughs> yeah, no, but being able to work with their uh, with their mission group over there, and oh. so I was like, I look, Brute, Brute does not have that, you know, we don't offer that, um, and so that's that's something that's very tough to compete with. So you know, Dom's Dom's exploring uh, his his options over there and seeing if it's going to be a good fit. Okay, good. Wow, you're good. That's nice, Mr. Torres. It's so much nicer when you say it as opposed to me and my friends just like sitting around on text, just like, oh my God. This motherfucker. I swear. Okay. You would think he was back there and now he's over there. Fuck, can't trust him. Yeah. yeah. Instead, you're like, yeah, this is, uh, we're, we're very supportive. Everyone needs to grow. Uh, this is exciting times for everyone. And um, hey, is Emma traveling in um, Europe by herself? No, she's with her parents. Oh, good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's been in Iceland for the last week, I think, a week and a half. Wow. Training with those girls or just like exploring um, waterfalls and tourist attractions? I think it's more so that she they did like a, uh, I think they flew into Iceland, maybe or some sort of cruise that kind of like went up the coast of it and they popped them up, like, you know, let them off for a day or two over here and then came back on. Uh, I mean, if knowing her family, uh, if they had an option to get time to get over there, I'm sure they jumped into the uh, jumped into the gym and, you know, if nothing else, you know, did an hour workout. Um, uh, Carolyn Morris, uh, this is good because this chick slaps me around sometimes when I get out of hand. Like she, she, she I don't, this chick <laughs> like throws holy water around. I don't know how she does it. I love the openness. It's not even that he's open. It's just that he's uh, chill. He's uh he's able to just express things in this way that lacks the um, drama and excitement of a car crash that I'm always kind of looking for. She's just like, no, it's good. Airbags <laughs> deployed. Everything's fine. We're good. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's funny. What's funny is when you, when you asked me, I think last week or so to come on, I was like, man, I would, I would want to, but I just would have been obnoxiously boring 
you know, it would have been just like, it's like bouncing a basketball and it's like, nothing's changing. It's just, it's coming, it's going down, it's coming back up. But, you know, there's no, you're, now, great. you're uh, great on the show. You're a great guest. Never think you're boring. Oh, um, uh, um, ask, uh, um, uh, ask Matt how he gets paid. Do you prefer Venmo or Zella? Or do you prefer cash? Ask Matt how he gets how paid. How he gets Fuck paid. This. Yeah, how do you like to get paid? You like <laughs> to get paid with cash? I like cash. Direct deposit? Yeah, That's yeah thank That's you. That's a good way. Like yeah. my woman likes. Yeah. Does anyone still get paid with checks? Like, is that still like a biweekly thing? Is just like they receive checks? <laughs> Pull your check out of your purse and... Dude, when I see when I see people paying for their groceries or checks, I'm just like it brings me back to when I'm a kid, mm-hmm. and I'm just in that that clerk line. I'm looking at my mom like balance her checkbook and write a check. I'm, and I see it now. I'm like, how are people still? Do you know I that you I've can seen one in forever? When's the last time you've seen one? Well, my mom will I still mean, my mom will still write me a check. I'll get to my computer desk sometimes, and there'll be a check there. Ah, uh, she's been doing cash lately, but sometimes yeah. there'll be a check there for like five hundred bucks. Here's for your kids, like whatever yeah. lessons. I'm like, fuck yeah, mom, yeah. fuck yeah. I've I've the amount of times I've tried to explain to my parents the different apps to send money. It is f- the most frustrating thing, and it's they never pick up what I'm putting down. I'm like, look, you can use Zelle. You can use this app called Cash App. You can use Venmo. I'm like, look at these options. And they're like, well, let me just write you this check. I'm like, oh, okay. So I got to go to the bank now. Like, do I have time to be doing this? Half these banks, they don't even like, it's not even like a, a full working bank. There's two, like one, maybe two people in there and everything's ATMs. You know, the, the tough things in life. My, my, I don't know how to use Zelle or Venmo or those things either, but – and if someone does write me a check, my wife has this app on her phone where she takes a picture of the check, and then the money shows up in my account. Or, like, my wife gives me <laughs> something to play with. Give me a portion of it. Yes. Here's yeah. your play money. Go ahead. And then I don't even know how to get it out. I don't even know how to, I don't even have an ATM card anymore. Getting oh, cash yeah. is, is hard yeah. for me. I have to sell something. Yeah, I, I know cash. what you mean. You know what I mean? I like sell an old mean. computer or a camera or something. And then I just put a big look, stack of cash in my room somewhere. Like, like you, I try to keep just, it at five grand, to be honest, in yeah. hungies. I picture, I picture you like you need to, you need a little bit of cash to, you know, take your wife out maybe for valet or something. So you're like looking around the house to put yeah, like on for Facebook, valet. Exactly. Facebook marketplace. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, no, I have uh, a guy. I have an Asian dude that I've been selling all my shit to for 10 years. Like anything, like he's just buying anything from you. Yeah, an- yeah, anything. So, like, if I have a buy, like, if I need some cash or something, let's say, like, my my envelope of cash hidden in my closet, no one go in there. Yeah, I, I had to move it from my dresser to my closet because of my kids. And um, living with like three little boys is like living with three little criminals, <laughs> three rats. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then if I need cash to fill that up, I just call this dude and I just send him pictures of what I have, and then he comes to my house. What's something what's something in your office right now that you could sell for twenty to fifty dollars? Oh, I wouldn't do I only do big. I would sell like I have this Leica camera that I haven't uh, used and gotcha. some lenses that's probably worth like fifteen grand that I'm always like, maybe I should sell. I haven't used it in years. Mm-hmm. I got this one yeah. lens that's like worth ten thousand on eBay. Really? I, but he probably would only give me three grand for it. You know what I mean? So that's like the thing. How much money are you making off of it sitting down on the desk? Zero. But I think I'm cool. But I think I'm cool as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Street Horner got muscles. I got this fucking lens. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm sure that lens helps you out in the bedroom with your wife, too. I'm sure she's like, no. <laughs> I've been walking past that lens all week. And I'll tell you what, I, I got, more I got a Hummer because I own that week. lens. Yeah. <laughs> My wife doesn't even give a fuck about that stuff. My wife doesn't even require a shower. Love. That's, that's good, man. Okay, uh, let's move. So, so, so we have three. At, are are Dallin and Fee? Uh, what do Dallin and Fee have plans to stay at Brute? Uh, yeah, I actually. So, um, Brute is actually going to be moving up to Jacksonville, Florida. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, so it's about five hours away. Like, legitimately, like from the furthest point south in Florida to about the furthest point north in Florida. Okay. Um, and so. Dallin and I went up to go visit the spot, which is we're going to be for the time being renting out a, a section of a gym that's pretty pretty big gym a place called CrossFit Tailwinds. Um, you know the place is four times bigger than the place we have right now, so it's just it's going to help a lot of things. Uh, but our plan is to move up there in about like December January time. So I heard that Danielle was going to back to Justin Kotler, but the truth is she's going to Jacksonville. Now I see like where the confusion, Justin Kotler, Jacksonville. Okay. Easily. And I heard she was going, I heard she was going North, East, Northwest, but she's, but not that far. Yeah. Easily mistakable. Okay. Yeah. So, so she's not moving back to, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Vegas city to Vegas to Vegas. No, I don't think she was a fan of that city, to be honest with you. Who is? Um, who is? I think everyone who lives in Vegas has compromised. You've compromised. Yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't been off the strip when I've been in there. And every time I go in there, you give me like 48 hours and I'm like sweating to get back home to, to, to something normal. So I've had a different experience than a lot of these people that live there, the athletes that's trained there. I mean... I think, you know, Sarah said it's worse for them. Now. If you're not filthy rich, Vegas sucks or a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the only two people having fun there. Filthy rich and drug addicts. Uh, well, I would argue too. even the um, uh, the hotels are probably having fun over there now. Why? What's oh, do, why? What's going on there? I mean, did uh, did you hear all the things that are coming in there now? It's like Super Bowl this year. Uh, oh, F1 oh. this year, like everything's oh. happening over there this year. It's gonna be. They're starting to charge. There's like, there's no more free parking on the Vegas Strip anymore. Like, you're char- you're getting charged for everything. I mean, the business of Vegas is a great business to be in. Business. You ever seen the haircut that the L.A. Raiders owner has? <laughs> yeah, it looked like his dad's. It it it's yeah it's the something Davis. It's the worst haircut of any human being alive. <laughs> I by far, mean, by far, by far. You can't, you can't, you can't say that we never had a bowl cut growing up. Dude, it's worse than a bowl cut. I had a bowl cut, but I, but I had like cool, like hair. Yeah. Like, it reminds me, it reminds me of like, if a monk were to get a haircut, it's like, that's kind of like what it would be. It's just like right across kind of like everything is just like edged perfectly. Yeah. Uh, you're about to pull up a picture. Are you doing it or what? No, I was going to. Fuck it. I, I, I'm already wasted too much. I, I only have you for 14 minutes, and I know what you're doing. I just realized you're better than me. I know. <laughs> you, you want a small talk so we can't, guys. I see. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm getting fucking 
this is why this guy is the best at what he does. Okay. Uh, okay. So Daniel. So is Daniel Brandon moving to um, Jacksonville? Will she still be part of the B R U T E team? Yeah. As of right now, that's that's the plan. Okay. Okay. But you can't see it. I mean, you you only know what you know. Correct. Yeah. And and um, do you think that if she did go to a different team, you and her would stay friends? I think we're, you know, I think we're mature enough to do that. Yeah. Um, if that, if that would ever happen, right. um, you know, it, I mean, define friends. I feel like that's such a broad. Like would a broad you still term, date you know? if you, she went to another team? Like she said again, you, you went in and out. <laughs> I went in and out. Hey, whose car are you sitting in right now? Uh, it's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the comments, man, the comments, everyone thinks there's a fucking uh, a detective over there in the comments. Everyone's like, ask him why he's in Danielle's car. Oh, that's an interesting car. Oh, no, the seat's down. Oh, I my, okay. I have my, my golf clothes back there. It was, uh, we did a five hour trip to Jacksonville and had two dogs in here. I had to make it comfortable for the dogs. Uh, um, boy, that, that's a huge, that's a huge move for the whole team, for all your gym equipment, for that, that takes a lot of resources, money, time, effort. Yeah. I mean, it's yes. Why did you move? Yes, but, uh, uh, number one was cost. You know, if, if I'm, if I'm asking a lot of these athletes, this was the number one foundational point of like the choice was if I'm asking these athletes, especially we're recruiting young athletes into, you know, to come over to our camp and their base rent around here is starting at 22 to like $2,600 a month. It's a, it's a large ask. A lot of these athletes, they come on, they're not making money. They're still getting support from their parents. Um, and it's, they're stretching out every single penny. You know, and then obviously, like with that in consideration, it was like, what city is going to be best fit? And ja Jacksonville was like this reoccurring theme. And then, you know, just the cost of uh, real estate around here in general. Uh, you know, my goal is to get a building of our own. And, you know, we're talking about the difference of millions of dollars, not thousands of dollars when considering purchasing a building. So it's with all that, it was also, I want to stay in Florida as well uh the water is there it's actually the largest city in the, in the united states per square mile um you know there's a downtown area there's professional teams there there's there's things to do there's culture there uh you can be out in the the estates and the boondocks if you wanted to which is 15 minutes away from the city you can get city life if you want to there's just a lot more options um when we're running our brew camps there's an airport right there it's like it's like there's 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 a lot more reason to move up there um than there was to stay down here um i'm typing an average cost of home in our houses expensive in naples uh the median meaning half the homes are more and half the homes are less is 795 uh housing prices in 2023 up nine percent thank you california for moving out to florida the median listing home per square foot was four twenty eight. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. So it, it's it's expensive. And then and then let's do Jacksonville. Jay's missing on my keyboard. 
know. It is a pain in the ass to write out Jacksonville every time. Uh, I'll admit that. Oh, half the price. Half the price. Uh, 305. Oh, less than half. Wow. Isn't that wild? And, and less than 1% uh, a home in, home increases, uh, uh, eight-tenths mm-hmm. of so 1%. There's a, lot, there's a lot of growth that's about to happen in the city of Jacksonville as well. <clears throat> um, I forgot the owner of the Jaguars. I forget his name. Con. Uh, the dude has like billions and billions getting moved into the city. Uh, and so I think it's just – it's a the timing is absolutely perfect as well. There's a lot, there was a lot of money that was funneled into Naples, you know, the last like – five to you know eight years <clears throat> and a lot of people are getting uh you know squeezed out of some of their investments so now they're starting to make that trip up up to jacksonville and so if we can get there at the right time you know if i can find a home up there at the right time then i think it would it'd all work out well you know that's that's putting uh you know me in thought but in all reality you know my my goal is to have brood hq we actually we're releasing a uh our new brand um i know it's dallin the, pepper he had the brand dallin pepper this it's a, month it's a it's a salt and pepper shaker dallin pepper yes there dude like when 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 you see brute within like like september like from the entirety of the rest of this year uh it's a complete rehaul just like flipping everything over just like washing it completely clean and starting completely fresh the red and the whites and like the mascots the the way the way that things are the way that we talk the way that community like everything is getting redone um and so it's something that we're really excited about and the the company that helped us with the rebrand is the same company that helped with uh rad's branding as well just to give you perspective of the angle that we're going to be coming from in the crossfit space is something that's going to be a little bit of a culture shock to the crossfit space Oh, uh, is there, is there an unveiling? Uh, yeah, it's gonna It'll start to roll out in September. Like we legitimately just got all of our, um, like our brand. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow something's going to happen. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. You're making me nervous Um, the way you talk. You're not going to like, are you going to still call them thrusters? Ooh, we're thinking about calling them squat squat push presses. Thought leaders. <laughs> will there will there be any double talk? Will there anything be weird? Like, hey, it doesn't matter whether you call it a barbell or a GHD. It doesn't matter. We'll be like no, that. Like, it doesn't matter be. if it's man or women or like. No, you guys are going to stick with like. Nah, yeah. Okay. The the, okay. the base, the base will be bit. the same. Okay. Think think of think of like the opposite of mayhem. That would probably be the best description of it in the in the shortest amount of words to be used. Um, side note: Have you seen the new Hard Knocks? Wow, that's that's a really strong statement. The opposite of mayhem. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that I think that that would be an accurate statement. Too. See that on the headline: Brute, <laughs> the opposite of mayhem. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I need I need to ask you one question before you ask me a question. What about ahead, Mr. James Sprague? That's that's the the and, and James and Nate Ackerman. What about those two guys? Mm-hmm. I'm only mentioning right, so, Nate so he doesn't feel left out. No one cares. He's a, he, he has for, to, yeah. So, for sure. Let's include him. Uh, well, we love Nate um, down here. Nate is like everyone's little brother down here. Um, so Nate is Dom's athlete. Uh, so when Dom made the the split. 
Nate went with Dom. Um, but Dom so hasn't really made the split yet, has he? Wherever Dom goes, Nate's going yeah. to be going. It's not. Okay. It's yeah. It's not. It's not like a brute thing. Like um, there's a far less likelihood that Nate is going to be coming to Jacksonville, and in that same sense, there's a extremely less likelihood that Dom is coming to Jacksonville as well. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then oh yeah, Ames, these things scared. These are scaring me. Like, look what people are writing. So, brute will be anti-American. <laughs> You're not going to be anti-American, are you? Oh yeah, I, I can see. I can see how mayhem is anti-American. No, the way the way I see. No, no, no. That, uh, mayhem is like American, but when you said it's the opposite, someone said like, "What if you're anti-American?" I don't want you to be anti-American. Oh my God, no! Who wants okay, to be anti-American? Okay, we just, okay. we just, we just. What we're trying to do is we're trying to catch people's eyes in a different way that the CrossFit world has done so before. Like the way the way I see CrossFit is this, you know, mayhem. Uh, noble like everything is just like you know try hard uh you know put your trust in the hands in god like i'm nothing against that it's just like it's like this is what it is red wine and blue like a bald eagle fucking flying noble's more like put your hands in trust of the devil my 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 (laughs) yeah well i guess to me it's like that's boring you know like we we live in a culture right now where it's like everyone has uh, different uh, thoughts and feels of what they think is cool and the way they think that fitness should be done. And uh, if we could blend the two, where uh, a blend of science, right, programming, what I do on a daily basis, and creativity and how we do things at Brute, it's like, how can we blend those two together? And what would that look like from a visual standpoint? And that's kind of what I mean. Like, you know, is like when you look at Mayhem, do you think, oh, like these people like are in tune with culture? Like, you know, they can go, they go out and like, uh you know they can i don't know no i don't i don't i don't think they're in tune with culture like like pop culture no i think of i picture rich froning on a horse um fighting bad guys fighting there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that at all like that's exactly what i think rich's brand is on a horse fighting bad guys and like an eagle on his shoulder yeah Um, yeah you that know, does some kicking ass too. Like he can send it yeah, out and he kicks some ass yeah. too. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we're just, like I said, we're just coming from a different angle. We're coming from an angle that hasn't been uh, brought to this uh, service of of CrossFit uh, and fitness, you know? And uh, it's something that we're really excited about. Okay, I can't wait. You'll be you'll be on again. We'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, uh, James Sprague and Nate. So so Nate, uh, Nate and Dom are a team. What about uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Sprague? Um, that's the giant guy. Uh, yeah. The yeah. The young kid. Yeah. So James right now is actually in Washington. He's going to be in Washington until January. His lease was, his lease finished like, uh, I don't know, August here. So he was like, ah, screw it. I'm going to put everything in, uh, you know, storage. I'm going to head out to Washington. He's out there with his girlfriend. This is like the longest he's been with his girlfriend pretty much like ever is August till like January or December. Um, so right now he's basically doing like, uh, training away. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's still, he's still with the crew. Um, you know, the goal, the goal is to get everyone to move down, uh, or not to move down. The goal is just to get everyone to move into Jacksonville. Um, you know, James, James and his, and his girlfriend have plans of their own and we need to see if those plans will fit work plans. You know, uh, I'm not here to say whether or not, uh, you know, whatever they're going and talking about behind closed doors, I really don't know. 
Uh, but James, you know, James wants to be in Jacksonville. James wants to be training with the crew. And, you know, we want the same thing for James as well. If does the brute crew have room and if Jason Hopper wanted to come to Jacksonville, would he be welcome? Uh, uh, of course, like, you know, we love, we love Hopper. That's not, that's not the goal. That's, you know, that's not the plan is to make Hopper come down. The good thing though, is like from, but I'm just saying if he, if he, if he wanted to, uh, is is yeah, brute taking so. on more is brute taking on more athletes was five too many are you purposely calling the herd are you excited i'm not trying to be a dick to nate or um mm-hmm. or anyone but are you excited that that some people might be leaving so you could focus on the ones you have or are you taking would you take more yeah me personally i won't take on any more athletes um, you will or won't i will not no but mm-hmm. we we will be having coaches move down to jacksonville to take on more athletes you know five I would love it if we had eight games athletes training in the same area, you know, in the same gym, doing their own programming. Uh, But as for me, I won't be taking on any more athletes from this point moving forward. So you're not demanding that Hopper move down, but he could. Yeah, I mean, of course, like who who wouldn't want Hopper joining their uh, joining their program? You know, Uh, I don't know. He took 30. He took 31st, dude. Yeah. You know, I think, I think in the day and age of this sport, you know, 31st. He's good. He's still good. Still have faith. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, the dude's still good. I think, I think there's like the way I I see Jason right now is like, he's trying to figure out his uh, best training scenario throughout the season. Cause if you push down that hammer too soon, you know, maybe maybe that you don't have enough juice left at the games or if you don't do it enough you don't really perform as you think you would or you know there's so many other things that go into this sport that like from the outsider's perspective is like ah 31st what a shitty guy you know and it's like whatever now i also do think that like jason doesn't need to explain to anybody why he did this and why he did that and just realize, like, that's just the nature of the sport. You know, you have a you have a bad week. You just come back a year later and you do it again. Uh, but, you know, he, he'll have a lot of opportunities to, to prove to himself that he's still capable of doing these amazing things that he's done, even up to uh, semifinals. Matt Torres knows that he doesn't need to explain shit to anyone, and yet he's still kind enough to come on the show and um... – answer questions and explain stuff to us i appreciate it you demand dude i really appreciate you coming on thank you yeah man you're welcome savan always great talking with you man i'm excited to i'm excited for your move boy i can't wait it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a a, uh fun new season coming in and there's so many things that we got coming up it's it's i'm really excited for it all last question does james sprague a shed you know I don't think so. I really don't think so. Like he holds on to his hair pretty securely. I think I think he wants to keep all that. Brother, enjoy your enjoy. Summer's over. Can't wait for September launch of Brute uh, 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. Hell yeah! Let's go. Love you so right, much. Take care, brother. Love you too. Bye. Sorry, I'm late. What up? Dang! Look at you. You look, look like you could be. You look like you could be on a uh, like a like some uh, um uh, 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 like a a brew uh, a beer brew label like a home brew. Hook me up. 
<laughs> you want I'm the open, modern? I'm day? open to anything, so For a small stipend, for a small amount of beer, you'll be the face of uh, some local beer. I'm in, hundred <laughs> percent. How are you? How are you doing, dude? I'm good, man. I'm good. I was just clearing brush down at the pit. Um, we got locked, getting locked in. You know what I mean? We're in yeah, the awesome. Blackout mode. Um, a Brock Yost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what's the name of your gym, Brock? Triple River CrossFit or CrossFit Triple River, technically. And uh, you guys have a competition coming up uh, very soon. Yep. Uh, we'll start tomorrow, technically, but registration starts tonight. We're checking in the JV registrants tonight. Uh, JV meaning junior varsity, and this is a teen competition. Teen is in T. E E N people who are can you be 18? What's the age? What's the age group? Yeah, it's 14 to 22 technically. So we have a okay. teen uh you know teen division, but the teen division is JV in varsity, like high think high school. And then we have a collegiate division, which is 19 to 22. And we're okay. pumped about that. That's gonna be a fun division this year. Okay, and then this collegiate division or teen division, is this age because we always hear about the 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 the, the jump, especially yeah. for the for the boys that's so difficult from being you know eighteen to then or, or seventeen or sixteen and then getting in there with the men. Yeah, basically we're still eliminating excuses for athletes. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. It's like it's like you guys want to come compete against people and they're 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 the same age as you. Come on over. Uh, no, I mean, we saw a little bit of a hole there, obviously, and a little bit of a opportunity to play around in that age and see what it looks like. And, you know, we're, uh, we're getting a lot of interest, you know, some, some decent, some decent um, names that are sneaking in there. So we're um, trying to grow that, you know, as far, I don't know if that'll ever be a thing, um, like in any of the other bigger competitions, but we're trying to stick it out there and, you know, give it some roots and maybe somebody else, if, uh, if it's worth anything, can pick it up. And, um, because for people who didn't understand what we're talking about, because that kind of, uh, 18 to 22 year old for men in competition and CrossFit is kind of no man's land. You're, you're Mm -hmm. too old for teen and you just might not have had enough time to develop the strength to make it in with the best. Hey, this picture that you have in the pit throwdown, is that, um, uh, a blind. I only know that word because my sister spent the last fifteen or twenty years living on a uh, game ranches. Is that <laughs> where you sit and hunt animals? Which one? See that? Okay. See that picture um, to the left of the letter P? There's like something that looks like a funnel. Oh, okay. So what? Is that, that a blind? So no. I mean, oh, I have. Fuck! A blind. I thought I was trying to show off and like just, show like I had some hunting knowledge. Do you have hunting knowledge? No, none. No. Just what my sister tells me. Okay. Yeah. So we live. My wife's family. Um, owned a farm here for like a hundred and something years. Like this coming on 150 years in a, in a, about four, four or five years here. Wow. And, um, and the way we kind of found the pit was we were walking around out there one day and it kind of butts up to the, this old gravel pit. And my son and I walked over there and checked it all out. And, um, we're like, Whoa, this is really cool. You know, it's just like barren land and sand and rocks and hills and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But, uh, we um we do have a hunting blind on our property, but that is an old gravel pit. So that's an old that picture that that little uh, hopper is an old uh, material spreader. So what they would do, seven is they take a huge dump of uh, material and dump it in the top of that, or they would put it on a conveyor belt and they would run it up and they would dump into the top. And then there was different 
uh, grates, you know, like the grates would be bigger holes and it would sift down. You'd have play sand and you'd have pea gravel and you'd have bigger oh. rocks. And oh. so that's what that was. But we thought it was so cool. It's kind of like an iconic piece of the property. It's been there for over 100 years. So we left it up and we call it the Copper Hopper. Like old school, you know, grassroots CrossFit, the hopper, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, Audrey, uh, stick to the city, Sevy. Okay, fine. Uh, the gun he shoots is between his legs. Okay, fine. A Sevon <laughs> exclusively hunts beaver. All right, all right, all right. I'm with I'm um. You guys know me. Uh, so explain why this dude is on. Uh, before uh, uh, Katie uh, uh Henniger. Katie needs a fluffer. Uh, uh, the the pit throwdown is this weekend, and uh, Katie Henniger needs a fluffer, and and uh and uh, Coach uh, Brock Yost is uh, who, who wouldn't want a fluff guy? Katie? Well, let's get a little bit more interesting conversation going then. The com- <laughs> the the, uh, the competition's cool. I mean, it's teenage competition. Go online, check it out. Pitteamthrowdowns.com. If you're interested, we're going to live stream it too. Um, yeah, live stream. So you can go to uh, the Victory Grip Teen Throwdown, the 2023 Victory Grip Pit Teen Throwdown, and you can hit notify me like I just did. Yep. Perfect. It's in 44 hours, and you have uh, Brian Friend and Mike Arsenault as the commentators. No, Joel. Joel oh, Gadot. Joel. Okay, okay. Yeah. I had it wrong. Yeah. Joel Gadot? Joel. Yeah, I, I don't want to try it. I, I have tried a few times, and he's too polite to correct me, so get at And he has one of the best voices in CrossFit. It's going to be fantastic. Bro, yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's been in the game with us since 2020 when we took it over, or, you know, when we started doing it. So Saturday, today's Thursday. So Saturday at 8 a.m. this thing starts. Um, and why, uh, how long have you been doing this uh, competition? So 2020 is when we started. So when it was canceled for the games, we were, we had a couple kids qualify and we're like, let's do it. You know, remember we were talking a little bit back then. Um, you didn't want to put a mask on the flyer, otherwise you would have came out. But right, right. Um, basically the, uh, the, you know, it was, it was a, it was an opportunity, and uh, you know, Mal Brand won it that year. Have you heard that story? No, I'd How love Mal to hear came? it. No. So Mal O'Brien um, came out in 2020, but she, she didn't. So we did, we took all the qualifiers off the open, you know, just like they would for the games, because when they canceled age groups, we we're like, all right, let's grab, you know, let's do the same thing they would do and just invite them all, see what happens, and. Um, all of them pretty much accept their invite, but they're like, you know, how there's always a couple of people that just don't accept the invite. And uh, we had a couple of spots to fill for the girls. And Brandon Romano, uh, Ramonos Romanos uh, was uh, my photography and videography guy for that event out of Georgia. And randomly, she went to his gym, Mal did. He's like, dude, you got to invite Mal. And I'm like, who's, who, you know, who is this? You know, this is back 2020 when she wasn't really heard of. And, um, he goes, you just got to trust me. I'm like, this is some random guy I just met. I'm like, all right, well, did she do the open? What she take? He's like, she didn't do the open. I'm like, all right, bro, let's, let's forget about it. But then um, he showed me a video of her doing, I forget what she was doing, some, just some barbell workout, cycling, beautiful, and chest bar pull-ups. And I'm like, all right, this girl's legit. Let's uh, call her up and invite her. And we invited her, um, even though she didn't make the open or do the open. And she came and just dominated everybody, obviously. Wow dominated and then she uh you know obviously the rest is history type deal that was 2020 2020 and the tutor uh magda won it as well that year um how, how many uh how many people how many competitors will there be this this year we're gonna have 125 
Wow. We had, we're going to have 25 on J so JV day is a one day. And then there's two days after that, that we do for like the elites or whatever you want to call them, the varsity and collegiate and JV day basically is, you know, have you heard of core city CrossFit in Detroit? Uh, yes. Yep. That's a awesome, awesome organization. So Helen, um, from there is going to bring over some kids for the JV day there. I mean, the JV day is basically a day to, you know, inspire some of these younger kids, maybe some of the less privileged kids that don't, get an opportunity to um, do this stuff all the time. So we find ways to get them here through crowdfunding and um, just, you know, different opportunities for that. For We try to create some opportunities for some kids that are a little less fortunate. And then we showcase them and we make sick reels of them and give them all the sick media that, you know, they probably might not ever get. So, um, and then varsity day, we go off, you know, regular. Hey, hey uh, Brock, how can people support the event? Like, do you have something like if I click this store, can people buy shirts? Uh, if you click the store, there's some different ways to support, but I don't think it's shirts. I think there's just like uh, it takes a minute to load. Uh, there's just like some banner. I forget what's on there. I can't see it from my angle. Yeah, there's a banner. Uh, and then there's a vendor space. And there's yeah, a, uh, I mean, okay. We don't really have, we have shirts on site, but we don't really have anything set up merch wise, you know, uh, as far as that goes, kind of a fail in mind, I guess. I do, how, how, so this event's been going on, this is its uh, third year? Yeah. And uh, are there other events like this? Are there other teen events? Is there a te I don't know anything about the teen. Um, Dude, I mean, to be honest with you, world. Yeah. that old, you know, winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners, you know? Yeah. That, that I just don't know. I've been, we, our team has been so head down, eyes forward. I don't really, I pay attention to the market, pay attention to the seas rising, so to speak, and what's happening in the bigger picture, especially with CrossFit, obviously. But um, as far as other competitions, I don't really, I don't know if they're probably, but, um, you know, we, we're just going to try to make our quality the best, you know, and create, like Greg, Greg says, cream rise to the top, right? Yeah, uh, Patrick Clark, Olivia was there, uh, Kerstetter in 2020 as well. Uh, yeah. This competition is very cool. Uh, Patrick Clark, a great venue. Hey, so you guys are clearly putting a huge investment into it, 125 athletes, uh, and you're doing a live stream, and you're bringing two uh, of the best at the job of commentating. I mean, yeah. Brian's so fucking underutilized in, in the oh. uh, uh, CrossFit space. Yeah, he's, he's a gem for sure. Both of those guys, dude. I'm excited. I want to watch the live stream. I'm gonna. I'll probably have my headset in, listening to the live stream while I'm walking around doing, you know, all other stuff. It's hard. It's 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 bizarre to me that he's not used even more forward facing he elsewhere. Killed it at Rogue this year. Killed it. Uh, and and when we did the zealous games, I mean, it was basically he did a radio show. Our video was so bad because of our uh, streaming capability, and it was basically and Brian owned that, and you were basically just listening to Brian talk. It felt like fucking AM radio from like you know the eighties, and I was yeah, like, like, holy NPR. shit, <laughs> yeah, he's killing it. And if you put him with the right person, like put Joel. him like Joel too, I, I I Joel would be great. But you could even get him up with someone who's kind of like a a Jason Kalipa or an Adrian Conway, someone who yeah. would just bring a whole different level of energy. Yeah, kind of different level level of energy. Let Brian just be sober, and then let this person just be kind of the rah rah. And uh, dude, I'm telling you, there's something there. I'll sneak a bunch of caffeine yeah. into Joel. And don't get me wrong, Joel's uh, out of this world. 
yeah. I, I mean, a great, uh, he could do it by himself just as well as, as anyone. I, uh, a fa- and an absolutely uh, fantastic voice. Why, um, why did you keep going? So the first year, clearly you did it because there was a need. Why keep going? Why are you still pursuing? Because what we, what we wanted to do is, because what we noticed is the kids love it, obviously. I mean, they're all in the same place. You know, I mean, it's like a summer camp for CrossFit kids. You know what I mean? I mean, at high school, you get made fun of for doing CrossFit pretty much. I mean, not really, I mean, not all, not all the time, but, you know, the kids that don't understand it just sort of, you know how kids are. And when you get around a bunch of other kids who all love it and they're all pretty much a higher, high level too. And, you know, you make a ton of, I mean, dude, friendships have been made like crazy. I mean, this is a pretty cool thing. So we were turning it towards a festival, you know, in 21, um, we're like, well, let's do it again. Just sort of make it a high level competition, but also give the kids a, you know, really fun time. Like we have a big bonfire um, for them and they have like a, you know, an after party and like a, you know, there's something on Saturday night where we do a dinner and we bring in speakers uh, to talk to them. And, you know, like this year, the Navy SEALs are coming. Um, we have, we have a big group of Navy SEALs going to be in the water on a swim workout we're going to do. Wait, you're uh, gonna yeah. have Navy SEALs uh, speak to them? Were the um yeah. was the uh, uh the um transgender reading hour people? They weren't available, so you got Navy SEALs to speak to the kids. Yeah, they they were busy. So okay, because yeah. I because I know that's all the rave at libraries to have uh, men who dress as women come read your kids, and and you chose <laughs> SEALs. That's weird. I didn't even know that. It's it's, it's almost like good. That's fucking good. It's almost like you're not uh you're not up to date on what's going on. It's almost like you're stuck in like uh Listen, 1997, dude. dude. Seals am, are bro. so 1997. My wife and I make this joke that we don't leave Hoffman Road. We live on the farm. The farm butts right up to the the pit. The pit, you know, our businesses are on the pit and we just pretty much drive back and forth like a half a mile and sometimes we ride our bikes and then not pay attention to anybody else. I mean, dude, when all that shit went down in 2020, including all you of mean, it. like take the drugs and wear the f- face diaper? Well, I mean, sure. That plus the Glassman cancel. Oh, right. You know, as affiliate owners, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, right. All of it. All of it, dude. We could go into it, but, you know, Trump, Biden, the whole thing. But when all that went down, we literally made this rule with each other, my wife and I, who is also my partner in the business, Automios, that we were going to just – control we can control within like a 10 mile radius of where we are it's like we'll, so pay attention. we'll pay attention to our local community we're going to inject as hard as we can and as hard as we can and invest as hard as we can into this little community and give the love and support and the health uh awareness and then we're just going to try to build our platform within our community and it's going to make our community better one but number two obviously it's going to outreach it's going to trickle on further and further and further just like the the old wheat fields, right? You're a good dude. You sound like someone who cares. Listen, Judy. Judy asked, will this be streamed on YouTube? Yes. This, look it. You're going to go to this website, the Pit Throwdown, okay? Pit Throwdown Teen. Type in Google. Find that shit. And then there's a button here that says live stream, and you click it. And it takes you to this page where you can watch it, or you can go straight to YouTube. And then you can go to YouTube, and uh, they have a YouTube station. Yeah, Pit Media. Here you go, Pit Media. Yep, there you go. Subscribe. Just go, everyone go over there and subscribe now, Pit Media, and then just turn on your um, all um, like that. We're going to start doing some crazy stuff. We're, we, we're kind of new to YouTube just because of the nature of the evolution of this game, you know. 
um, with from a gym space perspective, I should say. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna start really putting some content out. And my goal is to only put quality content on YouTube. You know, I don't want to just shove a bunch of randomness on there. Uh, anything that goes on our YouTube channel is gonna be some good quality stuff. So. Hey, dude, I'll be watching. I'm really stoked for you. Thanks for doing this, um, yeah, uh, coming on and, and talking about your event. I got to have you back on again and talk about uh, maybe maybe you and I should do a show and just talk about how other people maybe should start kids competitions or what people can do I, or bro, just talk about so the future. To talk about. A topic okay. I want to bring up sometime this time we talk just for the record is how we value all divisions in the CrossFit Games. How okay. do we put a value on them and how do we how does that value come to accumulate? You know what I mean? Like 5% adaptive, 5% teens, 5% masters. And then the other 85% is the, you know, or what, or how, and then how do we break that down? I have a pretty cool, I have a pretty, I have, I, I like to hear your opinions on some of my thoughts on that. Okay. Hey, I do a CrossFit Games update show every uh, Friday. Let's have you on and we'll, and we'll, and we'll uh, this Friday, tomorrow I'm traveling, but. Um, yeah, I'll be uh, doing competition, so. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You even have a busier weekend than myself. All right, please, Jocko Fuel. Please stay in touch and uh, thanks for doing this, brother. I appreciate I you. I will. Hey, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, big time. Anytime. Thank you. All right. Yep. See you, bro. Bye. Uh, Brian Friend and uh, uh, Joel with a guy last name uh, no one wants to say. Uh, and uh, Victory Grips is the big sponsor, and it's the Pit Teen Throwdown. Cool. Exciting. Man, Brian Friend is busy. Thank you, Judy, for throwing up the uh, alley-oop so I could dunk it. Uh, thank you. We will be watching. My kids will love this. Yeah. Oh, good point. Good point. Part of me is like, why would I watch that? But you're right. Throw it on the TV and uh, talk about uh, what we were talking about with Matt Torres. You want to be a good influence on kids. Um, uh, put on uh, kids doing CrossFit. Hey. What's up? How's it going? Good. How are you? What I miss? Uh, nothing. I can't even believe you really came on. I was just using you as clickbait. No. Oh, well, here we, here I am. <laughs> here you are. Just <laughs> listen. Everyone else, I'm like, look, we're on in ten minutes. Get over, get over here. Don't be late. With Katie, I'm like, here's a link. If you, yeah, boss lady. That's right, Mister. That's right, Miss Mister Burns. Boss lady. I'm like, hey, if you want, uh, you know, eight oh five. Jethro. Damn. I know. I know. Me too. Hey, how about Tyson? Let's start there. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. I'm tripping. I don't even know football. Are you a football fan? Love it. And, and so what? give me your, your perspective on how – is it just a complete – I don't know what the story is, but is it just a complete um, Cinderella story? Is it just like, wow, holy shit? I think absolutely it is, and you're seeing it all over the news. But to be you know, not surprising, he's done it the right way. He's put his, heart, his head down. He's done all the work. He's – saying and doing all the right things. But if you look at it, I think it's something like, don't quote me on these stats, something like 7% of high school athletes go on to play college athletics. And from college athletics, I think it's somewhere around 1% of football players could have the chance of making it to the NFL. Like that's crazy. And, uh, but just super proud of him, really happy for him, happy for the family. I know Travis is probably losing his mind right now. And that's, that's so cool. He should be. And we've known Travis forever since he's been basically made his focus, coach your kids, uh, coach your kids sports while yeah, other people are telling him to get a job. Yeah. I think first time I met Tyson, I don't, I don't even think he was as high as my hip. So it's, uh, it's been a, 
a fun journey for those guys, I'm sure. And it's, and it's only going to get better. Yeah. Isn't it weird as we, I mean, as we get older, I mean, you played really high level sports. Did you ever make it to the WNBA, Katie? I did. You did. And, and how long did you, did you play a full season there? Yeah. Two seasons. And it's hard. It's, it's, you know, it's like you go from college athletics where everybody kind of keeps you on a schedule and then you go to pro and it's a job and it's a business and it's, it's hard to make that transition. And then once you're in it, um, you know, you, you're aware of what's going on, but it's, it's definitely a, it's a big business and, a, and it's a job for the athletes as well. And uh, so, so you, so you make that leap and yeah, I, I, I guess you answered the question. I was just thinking, I wonder if, um, so that's when I hear Tyson being interviewed, he's kind of already starting to allude to what you're saying. Like, it yep. seems like there's some change in the way he's speaking, not in a, uh, in nothing bad, but that he's aware that it has become a business. Yeah. And you get ingrained in it pretty early. I mean, as soon as you step in that locker room, you, you know, what's going on. It's not, it's not a secret. Everybody talks about what's going on. It's, it's just the way that the business runs it's weird as we get older that we're starting to know people who are getting to that. Um, you, you always want, at least I did. I always wondered as a little kid, I was like, man, where do all these famous people and successful people uh, hang out? And then now at 51, I'm like, fuck, I'm surrounded by a lot of fucking really successful people. And it's just like, Hey, people had to put in their time. Right. Absolutely. And if you look at the way the sport of CrossFit has grown, you know, it's, it's kind of mind blowing in the last 15, 16 years of coming from the ranch you know, in 2008 for me, especially to now where, you know, it's a full-time job for these athletes to train and be ready for the competition and, and the long season that they have throughout the year. Uh, Katie won the games in 2008, correct? Correct. Long yeah. time ago. And then she won the lotto when she married uh, Bill. Absolutely. It was, a, it, was, it was a great couple of years for Katie. What year did you get married? 2009. That was a Dang. trick question. Good thing I had that right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> going to get me no, in I trouble hate, here today. I hate it when people ask me, like, what's your wife's birthday? I'm like, really? I, I, need, a, I need a few minutes. Uh, the Rogue Invitational is coming up. Absolutely. We just came through the qual. We're not through the qualifier yet, but uh, end of October will be the Invitational. Fifth year? Fifth year. Really excited about it. Come a long way. Hopefully a long way to go. So it is a staple now when you did the first year, did you know it would be part of the, like, I don't know how you guys refer to it there, but as one of the arms, right? Like you sell equipment, you manufacture equipment, you have different branches. Was it known that, okay, now we have a competition, this is going to be a competition branch or was, did you know that? Uh, no, I don't think we planned on that. We, you know, Bill ran was the regional director for, I think four years um, for the game season. So we had, we had run events, we had been around events and then there were just some, things going on with regionals and um, sanctionals at that point, we really wanted to be a part of the community and that's really how it came to be. But we wanted to be something different, right? It, it is an invitational. So a lot of speculation out there of how, how we get to the 20, but it could be anything from games qualification um, this year to, you know, having an athlete that's a high performer in all of our challenges to a legend that has won the games that's come back. You know, we did that with Annie last year, Ben Smith's done that. So, there's some different things, but it's, it's meant to be a showcase and it's a little bit different than, than uh, how maybe others look at events, but that's how we want to run uh, the invitational and, and have fun with it. So I want to uh, go back to what you said. So you think that if 
if CrossFit would have stayed with the regional format all these years, maybe you guys would still just be run. I shouldn't say just be, you guys would be running a regional and the invitational might not exist. Uh, yeah. Looking back on it, maybe not, but it's okay. at, at some point, you know, with our involvement, not just with the CrossFit games, but with the Arnold and strongman and really the iron game for us with our USAW partnership and uh, what we do with the IPF and things like that with powerlifting, it, it really makes sense to have this festival feel that we want to have. And it's, so it's not just about CrossFit. It's not just about strongman. It's really putting everybody in the iron game in one place so that we can elevate all the sports. Okay. So, so you said a uh, festival uh, feel. I was kind of um, uh, poking fun at the event last year as I saw like footage of people there because it really, it, it almost seems I wanted to start calling it the influencer games because it was literally just like a who's who of just okay. people I see on Instagram. It was just like a thousand people from like, it's like the camera, literally the camera would pan over the crowd. I'm like, Oh, th that is that the section where if you were people with 150,000 followers or more sitting, it was kind of crazy, but well, it let's is start starting... with you making fun of people. That's not surprising here. So no. we'll just start there. We'll start <laughs> there. <at> <laughs> uh, but that, you know, it's, it's, it's meant to have people come and enjoy it and have fun and have other opportunities, whether that's a, you know, spectator workout or something with, legends where people have access to talk to these athletes that have yep. been around the last 15, you know, 18 years and see why they got into it. Listen to their stories. You know, there's a lot of people that if you brought up some of the legends names who we consider legends, they wouldn't know about them nowadays. And we really want to bring that in because they were the foundational piece of the sport. Yeah. And it, and it, and it was like that also to, um, to add to the, you know, to what you're saying People were telling me that everywhere you walked, there were people that you never thought you would meet, and they were just everywhere, and they were and you, they were completely accessible to you. So that's cool. yeah, and, Very yeah, cool. and I think well, and I also think that's one part of the community is that no one's off limits, right? They're they're really engaging. They're going to stop and talk to anybody that wants to ask questions and and have a conversation. And I think that's the beauty of of the community and and why we want to be a part of it and why why we want to continue to support it. Did you ever meet Muggsy Bogue? He was my coach. No shit. Yeah. In college or in the WNBA? Uh, at Charlotte in the WNBA my last year. Wow. I had no idea. Um, yeah. uh, Katie, who is taller, uh, Muggsy or Sevy? Wow. Muggsy. No, I'm kidding. You're taller than him. Oh, thank you. He's a good, he's a cool dude. He, he's awesome. Uh, Andre Brits. I don't know what kind of money this is, but I'll take it. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, the invitational, when you say uh, the speculation of who's invited. So one of the things I saw was that um, in previous years, the top 15 from the games, men and women were invited. No, not true. Well, it could have. Well, here, I'll, I, I'll go where, where you're going. In previous years, it got up to the 15th at the games. That's how it worked out. But that's not – there is no hard and set line that the top 15 from the games are going to come to the invitational. Maybe we start with the top 10 and then depending on who accepts and does not accept, then we keep moving down the line and or we go to the qualifier or we have, you know, other other people that we're going to invite as well because we want it to be, like I said, a showcase. We want it to be fun, but it, there is no set um, determination of games positions that will get you to the invitational outside of probably winning the games. 
but Katie, if you want to be a professional event, you have to have set rules and guidelines and we have to be able to follow them. And, you know, I've been watching Rogue Invitational for five years and I feel some ownership to it. And you really need to offer consistency or else the fans really can't get into it. The key word you use there, it's an invitational. Invitational. So, Does any part of you just that- want to be like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's my event. <laughs> fuck you. No, I mean, we have internal things of how we look at uh, who's going to come and, and who's going to qualify and things like that. But that that's our internal process, and that doesn't always have to make it out to the world. But just know that we're going to try to get the best athletes there and put on the best showcase we can for uh, number one is taking care of the athletes. Is it a great event? Are we, are we putting them in a position to showcase themselves and then spectators and then online spectators, you know, what is that experience? And we're trying to put that whole package together and hopefully we pick the right athletes to, to do that. Um, did you, did you get, so the, the person specifically that I saw being, uh, talked about was, uh, Bethany, uh, Flores Shadburn and that you went down to 14 and then she didn't get the invite. Does she then send you a, uh, text being like oh katie uh i just checked my inbox i didn't get an invite could you resend it i think there are a lot of athletes that have contacted about how to get an invite (laughs) over the past month basically since like the day i got home from the games i started getting messages it's a lot of money dude it's a lot of money it's a lot of uh notoriety it's a lot of prestige it's a um it it, i mean you guys take care of the athletes the best. You have one of the biggest prize monies, and it's some of the most notoriety anyone can get. And, and it may be at the top of all of those two. And so you expect that, right? You're not. I, I didn't sense yeah. any part of you complaining. That that's like that's what you want. You want to be in that position, right? Yeah, not complaining at all. I mean, no matter right. what we do, there's going to be comments, right? There, there's definitely going to be conversation. But if you look at anything, there's going to be that anyway. But yeah, I mean, look at the, the prize purse is sitting at 1.4 million dollars right now. We're trying to up that. We're trying to bump both of these sports up and get these athletes to make more money because that's what they're trained doing all this work for you know they, they need to have a, a a living make a living out of this and we're trying to do it in creative ways where if you you know with our partner with goruck if you buy a pair of goruck trainers five dollars of that goes to the prize purse a portion of the ticket sales goes there you know the qualifier had a portion and now we came out with a community event and that's the community event is meant to be having everyone doing these workouts no stress no judging, no leaderboard, just everybody get together and do a workout. But a portion of that is going to go back to these athletes because they're also a part of this larger community as well. Is it true that um, Jeff Bezos reached out to you and Bill and offered to buy Rogue? <laughs> Not true. Rumors. Is there, is there, it, has anyone ever tried to buy Rogue from you guys in the last couple of years? Sure. Yeah. And, and, and when they when they offer to buy, do they give you actually give you a number? Uh, not not usually in, in the conversations, but, you know, look, we enjoy our jobs too much. We enjoy being a part of this. And it's still, you know, really cool for us to come to work every day and to do really cool things, come up with new equipment and, and manufacturing and take care of the people that are in-house here at Rogue because they all come to work every day and, and do a lot of hard work. But we also put out a lot of cool stuff for these events that then they can see it in these live streams or on ESPN and things like that, that they know that they put their work into. And that's, that's one of the coolest parts for us. Um, how is your, was your website, how proud of you are you of your website? It's all, it always can be better. Is that what you're trying to get me to say? No, I'm just saying like, it, it, it's, um, it's addicting. You, you guys, <laughs> there's a lot of websites that are fucked up, right? 
people it, your website looks very very it's your website is very functional you know who b and h is Thank the you. people in new york who sell all that camera equipment you know who yeah. they are yeah yeah you're like you're like them but with fitness stuff if you accidentally go to your site you better fucking like throw your wallet in the other room or something like yeah, it, it's you have those, a, it's a it's a fun site to be on i guess if you are into to fitness and and you know working out then yes it's a that's that's the whole goal of the thing. Um, it's candy. So you're not totally that. happy with it. You're still hypercritical of your own website. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's just me in general. If anything we do, we can always do it better. Are we trying to provide the best possible experience for people that come to the website? Absolutely. Um, but we're always trying to c continue to push the bounds of what it can be. You know, we have some stuff that we're going to develop for the site that we're developing for the site for the invitational to provide a different experience in terms of media and things like that. So not just a live stream, having other avenues for <clears throat> people to watch the stream and different, different views of that. And I think that's going to be cool, but it's also bringing people back to the site as well and driving the prize purse up. I, I, I'm, I'm no um, insider at rogue, but I can't imagine the rogue invitational being something that you guys need to do. And that it's 25 years away from being, if ever, for lack of a better word of hyper profitable. And like, I, I and you guys, obviously it, it does not look from the outside. Like you guys need to do that in any way. I think anybody that runs events will tell you that it's not a, a huge money maker, and and for some of us, it, it maybe it's for different reasons. And we're not running it because we have to; it's because we want to, right? And it's yes, we have this whole manufacturing facility, and we have a, a really nice website, but we also want to elevate. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. We want to be a part of the the sports. We want to elevate this and be a part of these communities. And if you bring everybody together like mm. that, the possibilities are endless. I you know, agree. It just these, looks like a lot of work. It looks like a lot of work, dude. It is. Uh, and but you guys get plenty we, of notoriety from every other events. You have no peer. You have no. Co it doesn't look like you have any competition. Just seems I think like a the, lot of work. It is a lot of work. Um, but that's if you want to have something successful, you have to put the work in. It can't just come to you. I mean, you ever, it, it would be, ever, it would be boring you, if you would not not push the balance of something. When's the last time you heard Bill come home and be like, fuck, I'm tired? Uh, I don't know. We say it all the time, but oh, you know, what's that? Oh, well, what's uh -oh. that? Well, what, what's that do? <laughs> but, what, but you can say it, but you know what? The sun's going to come up tomorrow and we're going to come back, come back to where we're at. And yeah. that's, that's, what's fun. That's why I say, if it's not fun to come to work, then, then there's no point doing it. But it's also the, the reason we have an, an event is to put something out there that we can push the bounds on and hopefully elevate everybody that, that, that is coming to support us as well. Um, by the way, you, you don't look like you've aged a, a year since 2008. So you don't, you don't look tired at all. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And I totally can relate to like, you have to keep it fun. And part of keeping it fun is doing it your way. And you guys do that, which is really cool. That's a, like people, will give me advice on the podcast all the time. That's probably good advice. And I'm like, I can't. And they're like, why am I? Cause I have to do it my way or else I'll run out of energy. Did so, you not wear your hair in a man bun today? Because you knew it would make fun of you like Josh would. Yes. Yes. I'm on a, <laughs> I'm on a free the, I'm on a free the hair campaign. I'm being very careful. It looks I'm good. Like, it's nice and slick back for you today. Thank you. I, do I look like I've been spending time in prison? No. The, the, there was a, um, a workout this year at the Rogue Invitational where it required a piece of tape on the ground 
and the instructions said that the outside of the tape line needed to be 10 inches away from the wall with a two-inch piece of tape. And it was written very clearly. And then there was a picture posted of it, and then the arrow went from the wall to the tape, and that was 10 inches, which would make the outside of the tape line 12 inches. Yes. And those of us who make a living off of your mistakes were like so excited. Thank you, Rogue, for uh, giving us something to talk about for the next week. There is always, uh, and we're, but we're gonna, we're gonna step up and say that, yeah, it's a, it's, it's an issue, right? And we're working through that now, and and we'll come out. And, uh, I'm not gonna talk about the specifics of the judging because we're not through um, the process yet, and we can talk about that later. But yeah, I mean, everything is. Uh, needs to be reviewed and put out there but one if you put out something that is confusing then we need to own that as well and, and we're going to step up and own that as well the person who is in charge of that um could you i i would it would be amazing content to uh see the conversation you had with that person did you have the conversation with that person or did bill well you're looking at her so you want to hold someone accountable hold me accountable i just want to be there i i appreciate you saying that i just want to be there when you walk into that room where those people are sitting around on computers and you're like hey, guys did you notice this uh well, I think that's what's so great about our team is that we're all open. It's not, there shouldn't be gray areas. If we're, if we're having an issue, let's talk about it. Let's come to a solution. Let's, let's make sure it's communicated out to everybody. And then we move forward. You know, life isn't perfect. We're, people are going to make mis mistakes. You know, some of the reasons that we have to have those long-winded PDFs for judging is because people don't follow the rules. Mm. And they, you know, some people cheat. We've had people... Um, use fake barbells. We've used had people use barbells that are uh, sorry bumper plates. We've had people that don't use the correct weight barbell, and that's not fair to the rest of the competition. One of my you friends know, is on steroids. One of my friends is on steroids. <laughs> hey, that that's your friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you look back at it, when we did the invitational online in 2020, we sent all the athletes the gear because we wanted it to be fair to everybody. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that are going to bend the rules. And look, there's a lot of money on the line. So people are going to push the bounds. That's the nature of athletics. But it's also why there's uh, out of bounds in tennis. Uh, there's out of bounds lines in basketball or free throw lines and things like that. There are set rules that people should be following. But you shouldn't expect that the athletes aren't going to push that bound. Right, right. To win. I agree. I agree. I agree. You know? do, do you think it's fun when you see that? Are you like, are you like, hey, I got 50 other things on my plate. Okay, let, let's take care of that. Or, um, or do you fucking get up out of your chair and walk in and like kick some trash cans around? Uh, maybe a mix of both. It depends okay. on the issue, but at the time, okay. yeah, there's always other things to do, but when there's something like that, you have to fix the issue in the moment. So we have to talk about it, not ignore it, not, not move on. We have to fix it and then move on. And I think that's what, you know, hopefully we're, we're doing and we have done, you know, there's been other issues we've had in, in other events. Um, so the first thing is, is, so the first thing is to make sure that whoever did that, you have a solution to move forward, meaning like, okay, whoever did the event following the drawing, what are we going to do with that? People who followed the words, what are we going to do that? You have to find some ground that's fair to, to just to move forward. And then afterwards, maybe someone's dick gets stepped on. Yeah. Anytime you make a, make a mistake or have an issue, you try to figure out how to never do that again. I mean, right. like if you look, if you look at the, the way that Rogue has been built, like we've made a lot of mistakes along the way, but we fix them. We run really fast and we keep moving. 
you know, and it's been fun along the way. It'd be boring if we were doing the same stuff every day, day in and day out. Like, why not do something new and why not push the bounds? Katie, there was this guy, um, there was this beef jerky um, company that I used to work with. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. God, I can't believe I can't remember it. I feel horrible. He outsourced, he basically, he had cows that were truly grass fed in New Zealand that he would get the meat from because they have different rules there than we have in the States. And then he would, and he was just a mom and pop, just a, a guy living like in Wyoming somewhere, him and his wife and his three kids. And he had this beef jerky company. He would make these sticks. And um, I was talking to him one time. And one time he said that they, he made a batch of, that cost him $300,000 of beef jerky and all the seals were wrong. So it all went bad and he ate the cost. Do you have stories Sometimes like that? that? Happens. Or yeah, like I mean, you- stuff happens all the time. I mean, it's business, right? You're going to have issues and, and there's things that are going to happen. But again, you have to address it in the moment and then figure it out and move forward. And sometimes it's a mistake like that, that, yeah, you're going to lose some money or you, you know. Anything crazy you can share it's, with it's us? A like, live, it's a live like- event and, you know, things things go wrong. You ever had like a semi come to you full of 45s and like all of us, every single 45 has got like a, a, a the mold was fucked up and it's a 45, 42 pound. Yeah, I'm sure we've definitely had some issues like that. Maybe not a full semi, but there's, there's quality issues along the way that we try to address and we deal with that pretty much on a, a weekly basis um, in some capacity. But that's, again, that's, that's manufacturing and that's business and that's selling products. If you look at the events, you know, last year at the Invitational, we had some delays and things like that in the duel. And we have to fix that if we're going to do that again going forward. But it doesn't mean it doesn't. Uh, it's, it's frustrating in the moment. It's, it's tough in the moment. But again, we have to take care of the athletes. We have to take care of the spectators. And then we'll figure it out on the backside on our own, you know. When Bill would give clues in years past on his Instagram account, does he have to run those by you? Do you approve those? Sometimes he runs them by me and sometimes he doesn't. So sometimes I find out when everybody else finds out. Wow. You ever had to slap him around like, Bill, that was too much? No. All right. Um, uh, has Katie asked Fraser uh, to do Legends? We've asked a lot of people to do Legends, yes. Uh, I will train. That's a yes, uh, they have. Um, well, that's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you don't ask him, he's going to be upset. If you do ask him and you want him to come, you're going to be let down. So you're, you're, there's no win there, right? Yeah, it's uh, again, Legends is meant to be, you know, that first year we did run it with a leaderboard and, and who wins. But really, it's meant to bring those guys back and, and showcase them, have them be a part of the community, have them go out there. No stress. Do fun things with them. I think you'll see this year we're going to do a couple of different things that we haven't done in years past with the Legends. So it's not pressure for them to go out there and compete with these individuals. It's to really have fun having them still be a part of the community. Um, uh, oh, uh, Jody Lynn, uh, Katie, will you marry me? No. Oh no. Uh, sorry. That was my own inner thoughts. Uh, Jody Lynn, uh, Katie, can I design gym layouts for rogue? Pretty please. How, how does someone apply for a job to design gym layout? Is that a position you guys have? Uh, not, I don't think we have an open position right now. No, but if we do, we, we put it up on the site. Uh, Jody uh, designs kitchens in um, somewhere on the east coast of the uh, United States. Hold on. Let me see if there's anyone else who's paid me to say something to you. Oh, here we go. Love Rogue. Such professionals. I've ordered a lot of apparel and equipment from them. Best quality and best customer service. Had equipment get damaged and they handled it like true professionals. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Even, even her thanks is professional. Eaton Beaver uh, for the hair comment. Uh, oh. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah, you like it that she she says my hair is okay. Okay. Um, uh, Andrew Hiller, uh, quoting you already. Uh, we sent athletes the gear. That's my friend who's on steroids. Uh, Bailey Demen Demena, uh, Katie, two thousand twenty-three Tahoe Throwdown Team Rogue uh, versus some other team. Let's make it happen. Wow. Arguably, the Tahoe Throwdown was one of the best experiences competitions I've ever been a part of. It was so cool. Yeah, how I wonder why why hasn't that ever been repeated something like that? It, the sports not too big for that, right? That can still happen, right? No, I don't think it's too big. I think I think it would be really fun to get to get multiple teams involved and and see how that plays out, but yeah, at the time that we did that, I mean, that was so fun. You were there. Uh we had we had a great time and uh you know, Team Road came out on top, so that always helps. Yeah, that was fun. Hey, um, any anything um you wanted to um address in regards to you want to share about the Rogue Invitational? I think we've covered a lot. I think we've covered a lot of it. You know, I'm, okay. I'm really excited going into it. I think we're going to have some different type of events and 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 experiences for everyone, not just the athletes but spectators. So I think that should be fun. Awesome. All right. I know I've kept you on longer than I told you I would. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, the invite is there. I would love to speak to you uh, during the week and the evenings, uh, the little evening chats we had in the past if you're around. And uh, thanks for doing this, man. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. See you. Bye. Katie. Uh, uh, Katie Henniger. Katie Motter Henniger. Katie, former Katie Motter, now Katie Henniger. Uh, Andre Brits. Jeez. 140 South African. I saw your comment up there before saying something nice to me. I just didn't want to um, pat myself on the back while Katie was on. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, Andre Brits, dear Bill and Katie, can you please make rogue clothing easier to purchase? Oh, for people in South Africa. We have a huge rogue community down here, but it's a mission, a mission to get the brand brand down here. Yeah, David Wheat, uh, uh, homegirl ain't playing. No, not so much. Uh, Katie just commands respect. Commands or demands? Both. Uh, did Katie see the title of Shut Up and Scribble later today? Oh, what's the title? What's the title? Let me see. Um, um, uh, did Rogue Copy crash? Uh-oh. Um. JR and Taylor will be very respectful. Wow, what a show. Matt Torres. Josh. Bro, uh, uh, Josh. Uh, uh, Brock Yosh. Katie Hedegger. God, this show's come so far. I don't know if Katie's come so far by being on shows like this or if I've if this show's come so far. Holy cow. My goodness. I don't know if I need a cigarette, but I need to sell I'm gonna celebrate. I'm fucking so proud of myself. Uh it's Del have you proposed media access to them? I think um we're going to cover it like we did last year where we go on before and after the events. I know Caleb will be there as we get closer. I might, um, you know, try to, 
try to push the boundaries with Katie and Bill, like reach out to them and be like, Hey, you, you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't think of anything now, but I always try to like, as we get closer to the event and people like, you know, my, it's, like, it's like when I used to ask my mom, like if I could watch, like I'd go into a room and she'd be asleep and it'd be late at night. Like, and I would be like, and I was a little kid and I'd be like, can I watch some TV? And she'd make a sound and I didn't care whether it was yes or no. I would just take it as yes and go watch TV. I might like when Bill and Katie are like, you know, this high in the event, ask for something, you know, Oh, can we have a, set up a camera and do some interviews? You know what I mean? When they're, when they're weak attack, a uh, caller. Hey, you know what the difference between a boss and a leader are? And I saw it when Ooh. I was at the, at the games. Yeah. I like this. I like this conversation. Yeah, I, was, I was at the games and a boss is just someone who just tells someone, Hey, do this, do that. I'm paying you money get it done. When the lifting portion of the workout came out, uh, the snatch and the scenes, Katie was out there and she was directing everyone to do. But not only that, she made sure every one of those platforms were flat. There were little like bubbles in it. Nothing moved on every single one. And it's like. I saw her do that too. I saw her doing quality. You're talking about the games? Yeah. Yeah. I saw them setting up the lifting platforms outside. And when they moved one of the platforms, the platform cracked a little and she went over to uh, uh, look at it immediately. And then, and then she called bill over and he looked at it and they quickly, I mean, it didn't need fixing, but she's, she had some people come out and fix it. It was like, fine. It was just a little like sound it made. Yeah. She's on it. It's amazing because you talk about professionalism and how Dave goes through everything. Boz goes through everything. People are saying it's not a professional sport. Uh, it runs pretty well. You get the right people involved. Not a problem. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like there was one platform. There was a hundred platforms, and as as e- and each platform had a team of six people adjusting or some shit. It was crazy. And then she's down there walking along, doing like uh, quality control on it. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, she walked the uh, end parts where the weights were like twice, and the wood part in the middle like three times. Each single one, they had to be like uh, 12, 16 platforms. Jethro, are you well, familiar with the term um, uh, blowjob? I am familiar with a whole bunch of terms like blowjob, other terms for it. Do you have any other terms for it? The head. Yeah, getting head. Yeah, another one. Do you have any more? Technical terms. Uh, oh, of uh, 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 fellatio. Fellatio, yeah. It was, that was a lot of fellatio talk today in the chat. Uh, saute, so the tu- saute the tube steak. <laughs> That's a West Coast thing, not an East Coast thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was talking about uh, Tom Gearing knows all about that. Jeremy Eat World knows all about that. Why is his the name? Time. Why is his name Jeremy Eat World? Speaking of blowjobs, wasn't there a show like something similar to that? Oh, Boy okay. Meets World. Jeremy Jerry Meets World. Eat World. Okay. Oh yeah, I've heard of this one too. Um, uh, Dildo says the Gluck Gluck uh, Nine Thousand. I've heard that. <laughs> that's too much Jimmy Eat World yeah that's what it is Jimmy Eat World oh Jimmy that was the name World. of the show oh happy birthday pool boy happy birthday some smoking hot blonde chick uh, dropped into my DMs thought she wanted to get my number but she's like can you can you wish pool boy happy birthday I was like oh yeah thanks we sure. all wish pool boy a happy birthday yes. he's so cute sure no problem hot girl hey did you see How's did you see Newport's great Good. Yeah. Nice. Did you see? Um, I wonder if I could find this. Uh, uh, did you see that video on Instagram going on with uh, Sugar uh, 
Sean, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Let me see. Uh, what's his What's his official Instagram? I don't know which one. Do you know the fighter, the UFC fighter? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a nice, solid, lit, punchy landed my boy Aljo. Damn. I know. I hated that. Let me see. What What's uh What's Sugar's uh Sugar? Oh, I think I found it. Oh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, three point six million followers. Let me see if I can find this clip. Oh, I can't find it. Damn. What was he, it? He's on his podcast talking, and he's basically saying that um he's the king of his household. And he's really good to his wife. And it keeps showing like a bunch of pictures of his wife. His wife's this really attractive uh, Mexican girl, like authentic Mexican looking. You know what I mean? Not all, not, doesn't look like she fell out of Lowrider magazine. Looks like more like Pocahontas. You know what I mean? Looks like, like, I don't know. Like I've never Wat seen it before. Like a Watsonville Mexican. Just like a, like, you know what I mean? Like just some hot Mexican chick like you'd see at a taco stand. Anyway, and, and she's 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 plain, you know what I mean? She's not, she, she doesn't, she, she has nothing filthy about her. Just a good, yeah, Authentico, thank you. Yeah, Authentico, Kenneth DeLapp calls her Authentico. Anyway, and it shows about like him wiping her face or him loving on her or him showering her with money. But that's like his baby, that's like, that's the chick that like had his kid. I don't even know if they're married. And he's saying that, yeah, he's been caught cheating before and like, he doesn't call it cheating. He's been caught with other girls before and she knows and she doesn't like it, but she, she processes it and has to deal with it. And then he says, yeah. And then I went to a training camp for, and I haven't gotten any pussy in a long time. And so now I'm back from training camp and I, I want to have a, uh, get a blonde with some huge, uh, uh, real tits. And, uh, oh. and she's just going to have to deal with it. It's an, it really interesting. Yeah. It's just an interesting, and he goes, and now I'm a King. That's why that's the way Kings roll. She'll just have to figure it out and process it. He's all, it doesn't mean I love her any less. It's a really, it's a fantastic clip. I wish I could find it. Now let me ask you. Maybe uh, I, maybe I have it in my show. In my show. In my show. Let me see. Live call notes. Go ahead. Go ahead. We know. We know. I mean, for the most part, that people in these sports, especially UFC and fighting, you know, NFL, MLB, they are the alphas of their domain. Right. They are the one percent of the one percent. Right. So does that translate into that type of life as well? Like, well, I'm going to be able to attract as many girls as possible even if they're married or not it's a weird situation because i see that happen like you get those people who are really rooted with family and they have kids and their wives but then it's also what's the secret society of what happens at night when the guys go out you know what i mean well i just like i'd like his honesty when I I used to have a harem and I was ex the only way a harem works is you have to be honest. If you're if it's not if you're not honest, it's not a harem. You're a cheater, and you're a womanizer. But if you're honest, it's a harem. That those are like some well, of the distinguishing qualities. Hey, well, props for uh, the honesty then. And if yeah. she's down with it, well, she's down with it. Yeah, and he's young. And if she wants to keep him, there's certain. I mean, they're like men are men. I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know. By the way, I'm not discouraging people from being in a monogamous relationship. There's a lot of benefits, that, the untangibles that come with that. Uh, Christian uh, Kettler, Sevi, you didn't have a harem with three young men to rate. I, I did have a harem. Uh, I did. I did. It was, it was awesome. It was cool. I did. I'm serious. Oh, 
Matt Burns says, oh, you have to actually bang chicks in a harem, not friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he got oh, you there. Damn. He got, he got you. All right. Well, thank you for calling. All right. Later, dude. Okay. Bye. Uh, great question, Jake. Does it count if uh, all the people in your harem are males? I don't know. That's a good question. Is it like a, it's like a polygamist. What's a polygamist? What's it when you call and you have a bunch of wives? <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, pool boy, I'm quitting my job today. All wish me luck. Wow. Okay. Greatest years of my life or just wandering planet Earth. Uh, I uh, Semper Fidelius. I figured it out. The Savon Podcast is a non-animated South Park. Makes fun of all things politics and social issues. I like the way, uh, I really liked, um, uh, uh, why can't I remember his name? The guy with the teen guy, uh, Yosh, Brock Yosh. Brock Yosh. Yosh Brock? Brock Yosh. I liked it when I brought up the uh, the fact that they're going to have like a Navy SEAL reading hour there, talk time, that the, uh, the cross-dressing tr- time like didn't even resonate with them. What a great dude. Yoast. Yeah, Yoast. Yoast? Oh, am I saying Yosh? Yoast? Look at Brandon trying to make me feel good by wearing a man bun. What a good dude. There was a funny, uh, there was, there's a guy in here with the name Tom Landry who always writes something about uh, Larry Wheels, like nonstop. And I've never, and I never read his comment. And finally, someone in the comments is like, hey, with all due respect, he ain't reading your shit. He's not He's not going to post your shit yesterday. I meant to tell you. I fucking love you guys. I can't tell. I, I In my mind, you guys know more than I do because I can't see much of what's going on there. I only see like one in 10 or one in 20. And so sometimes I feel like you guys have, not sometimes, I feel like I know you guys have more inside jokes and knowledge on what's going on. And yet I'm still surprised at how astute you guys are about other things too. And so, yeah, the irony that uh, he's gone now and Sevi mentions him. It's just a, I don't know. I, I For some reason that, that shit annoyed the fuck out of me every time I saw it. I was like, why am I having to read this again? There's so many good like, comments that should be that i should read like this one this one i'm going to click on one that i had in the, this is what i see i see pool boy and the first word is heidi and i'm like okay i'm curious what pool boy has to say about heidi and that's it and then i click on it and then we go from there my uh pool boy uh heidi not quite just means i can't keep getting my pay cut and being cool with it plus i'm having a great time coaching at Suze's gym i don't know what heidi said but um but basically now, now I'm up to speed a little bit on that. Those two are chatting about his, uh, where he's headed in life. <clears throat> I've decided, um, I've decided that as long as if you, if you, I've decided that it's, uh, how can I explain this? As long as, as long as Sporty Beth keeps that video up to step on the most toxic man in CrossFit, I will continue to have her be my muse. What does muse mean? Muse. I decided that yesterday. Kind of against my wife's uh, better judgment. 
but but I but I was laughing so hard at my most recent post about it. Muse is um uh the daughters of Zeus who preside over the arts and science. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm inspired by our relationship to make funny shit. And then and then my wife told me it's not funny. It's not it's not funny because it's it hits too close to home. It's like real for her, right? Uh, no, not a whipping girl, just a muse, just an inspiration. Um I my my wife said it's it's not funny if because she really does have a mental disorder. I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram post I had. I think it's so fucking funny. I was dying. When I thought of it, I called uh, Hiller and Sousa right away, and I was just, like, dying. I must have watched that clip. I see dead people. Like, I don't know, a thousand times. And uh, my wife said it's not funny because it's, it's, like, real. But I was, like, the other – but then I told her this. David Weed, here we go again. Look, David stopped whatever he was doing to walk over because he's listening to the show, right? So he stopped whatever he was doing to be like, oh, I'm going to go type in. Here we go again. So he, he walked across the room. He stopped staring at himself in the mirror for a second to pick up his phone and type that in. Here we go again. That's really cool. You didn't know I could see you, David. Um, and uh, remember the other day when I was like, I told you about how I got out, some guy was talking to me and I got out of my van to talk to him and I was afraid that uh, he was um, that he was going to think I was posturing on him. And you guys said, all of you said at the same time, like like you guys were all on the same page. No one ever thinks you're posturing on them, Savon. You're only five foot nothing. That was funny. And it's true. And I was telling my wife, I was like, look, it's okay. It, it's funny. Um. Yeah, Christine Young, why does she post that stuff about herself? Yeah, it's funny. I would be flattered if someone was making shit like that about me. I'm thinking about changing uh, my bio to just call my shit a meme account. And then I can say whatever I want. I'm going to say rapper, fighter, meme account, comedian. Rapper, because rappers and fighter, like if you're a rapper or a fighter, you can hit girls. So that pretty much once you're once you're allowed to do that, you can do anything like you can say anything. So I'll be rapper, fighter, meme guy. That way, then people in the community won't get upset when I'm like making fun of them either. I know that's that's what that's what um, that's what someone else told me, too. You're keeping her alive. I wouldn't know who obese Denise is without Hiller and you, Sevy. Wow. That's an incredible incredible youtube channel obese denise wow you know how we we use the word 49ers maybe we should call her denise for now on denise oh my god oh my god Sevon Matosian, uh, you forgot, uh, uh, a black, lesbian, transsexual, liberal Jew. I'm also Jewish. I'm not, but, you know, for sake of. <laughs> Barbell Spin, I'm back. I figured it would be best if I jumped off when Katie was on. Oh, it's good. Katie's good, dude. Katie's a warrior. She's good. Oh 
obese than these. Hey, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I can't. I'm I'm kind of done hating on Vivek for a few days. I'm back on the Vivek train. Uh, I. Uh, you know, Dream Rare is going to interview him on September 5th live on his Instagram. It's going to be crazy. That is going to be good. I'm going to try to get Dream Rare on September 6th and ask him about it. I don't advise you guys to watch a lot of things, but I would watch that September 5th. But here's Vivek with that douche from CNN who got fired. I don't know what the, I forget what this guy's name is. This guy is a world-class ding-dong. Uh, but here's Vivek talking to him. Uh, how do you feel about the level of scrutiny that you are getting? Dumb question. You feel about the level of scrutiny that you are getting and why you're getting it? I feel good about it, Chris. The answer is if you can't handle the heat, you stay out of the kitchen. One of the rules I've applied in this campaign is we talk to everyone. Left, right, black, white, doesn't matter. If I'm going to run to sit across the table from Xi Jinping, I better be willing to sit across the table from anybody here at home that goes for media and my fellow competitors on that debate stage. And I think that the reason we're having this kind of success, some of the polls coming out even today, having me now in second place solidly, is because I am speaking the truth without apology. And I've said this since the beginning. I'll say it again. I would rather share my convictions and lose this election than to win by playing some careful political snakes and ladders. But it turns out, Chris, that appears to right. be the winning strategy so far, and I'm going to stick to it. Being honest. Hey, dude, I'm buying it. He's going and showing his face everywhere. Yeah, Como, Como is a hack. He's a drug pusher. His message got people killed. His message got people killed. A lot of people. Yeah, he's 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 a he's uh and then and he's trying and he's trying to weasel his way out of it too. I saw him in some interview where he's like, people are, are putting words in my mouth. It's like, dude. You stood up there and never stood up to Don Lemon. You let Don Lemon just bitch slap you. How do you feel about the level? Yeah, I, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm back on the Vivek train a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. I'm, I'm, I'm back on. Uh, uh, Cuomo is curling 60s on PBD. He's good in my book. I hear you. He's still, yeah, that, that is maybe where I saw the clips. It's still bullshit. You don't buy it. You don't buy it when Cuomo was uh, walking his shit back on uh, PBD or you don't buy it about Vivek. Man, dude, Vivek's going everywhere. He'll talk to anybody. He's putting himself just. And, and the thing is, is he's. He's bulletproof because he's honest. We don't have to watch. We're not, we don't watch him squirm. Climate change hoax. Like no, the people who other people who think that aren't going to be aren't going to say what he said. Climate change is the wet blanket on the U.S. economy. No, no one else is saying that. They're scared. At this point, it doesn't even matter if it's true or not. I was telling someone the other day. It doesn't. Every second right now, someone's car is being broken into and robbed, and a business is closing in the Bay Area in California. That can't continue or else there will be a collapse of civilization. So I don't care whether you like Trump or not. You have to vote for him. You have to stop voting for Democrats. That's all because of Democrats. That's all because of what they call fighting racism, the George Floyd, 
the COVID-19. Remember, even COVID-19 was a whole racist thing. Do you remember that? They even couched that as racist. Got to give the vaccines to the to the uh, underserved and marginalized first. All of that shit is the is is we're not even going to have a civilization to to argue about whether abortion should be legal or not soon. You just got it. Doesn't matter whether you like Trump or you're Republican or not. You just can't vote for Democrat anymore. You just got to stop. And and it's and it's like and we just need honest people in there. We're just telling the truth. I need to wear my Floyd 19 shirt more. Uh, Janelle Winston, are you sure he's honest? He could be a super duper liar. What's the word? A compulsive liar? Here's the thing. I hear you. He could be lying about all of those things. He could be. You're right. But he's not running from any of the questions. He's not running from any of the questions. Like the way Nikki Haley answered it. He's not running. He, he's telling you how he feels. When they asked Nikki Haley about climate change, she's like, we need clean water and clean air. It's just like, dude. Yeah, even if those weights were fake, it, to me, it doesn't matter. I'm going just with what I have. You're right. I'm still, he, he could end up being a, a complete liar. But because he's telling the truth, he's free to go. In his mind, he's telling the truth. He can go on any of the shows. He's not being caught in any lies. I respect that. That's what I try to do on this show. And and anytime you are caught doing something or like your shit's wrong, just fucking lean into it and admit it. It's the only way you can have a shitload of energy and kind of navigate all the terrains. Try not to guard any secrets. I hate what you just said, but but, but it's true. So I'm going to read it. He's consistently answering the questions too. He's at least telling his truth. Oh, I know. Don't fill it. But it, I, I got to give him, I got to give Sean a pass for the way he used it right there. Stevon, please don't look down on the camera again. What do you mean, like that? Like that? What do you mean? Look down on the camera? It's just, I'm, I don't even have a camera. I'm just. Anyway, September 5th, uh, Dream Rare. Is, let, let's go to Dream Rare's account and see if he's even advertising that. Dream Rare. Dream. I don't know why my uh, Instagram account doesn't just pull people up anymore. Dreamer, uh, this guy's this guy. It's weird. This guy's so popular, and yet his account doesn't can't hit five hundred thousand. I don't get it. Yeah, it looks like uh, maybe it's here. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight: Who the heck is this skinny guy? Let's see. Uh, I wonder why he's not. Um, hmm. No guests advertise going on your show for some reason. So no guests advertise going on your show. I don't understand. Oh, you mean like before Katie went on, she didn't post, hey, I'm going on the Seven podcast, or before Torres went on, he didn't say I'm going on Seven podcast? No, no, I'm saying why. I'm surprised Dream Rare isn't saying, telling us that he's going to have a VEC on September 5th.
Uh, Cave Dastro, it seems like people either get stuck at 400 or 500,000 followers or blow up like the 2 million followers. Seems like something in the algo algorithm. Uh, Kristen Keller, he proposes personal responsibility, etc. He tells everyone to get the damn vax early on, then later criticizes how the pandemic was handled and how people shouldn't be forced to get it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. And, and remember... Uh, Remember who developed it? Um, uh, Donald Trump uh, developed the uh, warp speed, warp speed. And hey, you know what? He thought I, I do think he thought he was doing the right thing, or that he was getting paid to do the right thing. A lot of people probably thought that. Even my, my wife, my wife sometimes accuses me as, at one point of falling for the uh, the COVID story. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was following that shit when it was on the boat. Remember when it was on the boat off the coast of Japan? That's where it started. I'll never forget. It was um, Brian Mulvaney told me. For those of you who know who that is, told me, hey, Sevon, there's a story going on regarding a virus that's off the coast of Japan uh, in a cruise ship. You. The story is way up your alley. You should follow it. How about this? What I wrote. Uh, oh, so, oh, oh, yeah. This is. Hey, how about this? Watch this. This will fuck you up. Watch this one. This is good. Here we go. I have kids. I can't burn the whole thing. Oh my god! They've taken away the audio on this. Holy shit. Maybe I can read it to you. We're undergoing a soft coup, and the idea is to create a whole new set of laws and ignore the existing human rights laws and other laws under the pretext of pandemic preparedness and the biosecurity agenda. 70 countries at least are involved with this, 50 supported by the U.S., and the justification requires you to believe the, that the pandemics are common and that they are caused by humans catching diseases from animals and from what they call spillover. And Fauci and Dazak have pushed this idea continuously over the past three years. And who's going along with this? Basically, all the major multinational organizations as well as all our, our health authorities. Wow, I can't believe the audio doesn't work on this. It's tripping me out. Yeah, I mean, she fucking nailed it. And I wrote here, it doesn't matter whether what she's saying is true or not true, because it's true. Like, that narrative is right. Who's in control of it? The, is it just a, uh, a, a convergence of um, interest? It does it, it, whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, yeah, thank you. That's an even better way to say it, Kevin. Thank you. She's not wrong. Whatever nuances there are to what she said, one thing she's for sure, she's not wrong. And it's crazy to think that that not everyone sees that. Uh, Mad Marv, I think Vivek is just looking for the quickest link to power and will ride on the current wave. Right now, it's Trump VP before it was 49ers. 
He said he won't be the Trump VP. You think he's lying or or that he he know? I mean, we'll never know. Even if he does become Trump's VP, you never know whether like he just changed his mind. Hey, a Judy Reed, not another Asian man being tased, please. Hey, you want to hear something crazy? Someone who was intimately involved with that event. I'll leave it at that. Intimately, like as intimate as you can be with that event, is a, is a, is a watcher of this show and reached out to us. Watcher of that show? A watcher of this show, the Sevon Podcast. And, uh, and we're going to try to get him on and talk to him about that event. Crazy, right? Mm. Denise tasered him. No, Denise did not taser him. Uh, Clock, why are you and Greg so averse to the idea that people with converging interests would actually meet in private to coordinate their activity? No, we're not. We're, I'm not. I'm, we're not. Everyone does that. Everyone meets in private. To I mean, we used to have meetings at CrossFit we meet in private. And Matt Torres, I think, meets with Daniel Brandon in private. I, not averse to it, but that, but that a lot of things are a convergence of uh, 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 interests. But no, I don't think... I think Harvey Weinstein uh, gets a blowjob from some actress and then calls over to the studio and is like, yeah, can you hook my girl up? I don't think necessarily he says because she blew me. But, yeah, I think that happens. I, I think that the 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 people at um, the, the NSCA, I wouldn't be surprised if they call Coca-Cola and they're like, yeah, these people at CrossFit are kind of fucking with us and they hate you. Uh, and then and then Coca-Cola is like, yeah, we'll give you an extra $100,000 this year. Like, I like. Oh, Jake, you're fucking killing me. What is that picture? Oh, what's the plan for tomorrow? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm stressed about it to the fucking max. So, and I don't stress. I don't want to. I don't want. I want to do the CrossFit Games update show. I haven't sent out an email. I haven't invited anyone. I, I'm just driving all day tomorrow. I miss my studio. I miss my house. I miss all my objects. All this, the, I miss my dog. Excuse me. <clears throat> Speaking of Vivek, uh, here's his, here's his mom. Um, Vivek's mom does stand-up, which is kind of cool. No, it's complicated everywhere. You know, my 11-year-old son came home from school the other day, and he goes, Mom, my teach school has asked me to declare my pronouns. What should I say? I said, you tell them you are Indian, your pronoun is doctor. <laughs> okay. See? So you see how that works? That's true, right? Because Indians are become doctors. That's true. They're, like, smart. Like, is that making fun of them? That's cool. I'm cool with that, right? That's funny because it's like, it's true. It's cool. I don't think any doctors are going to be offended by that. Like, like, like if you're a white doctor, you're like, that's not true. I'm white. That's cool, right? 
That's cool. Oh, Nelly. Oh, no, you didn't, Sevy. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you did. Yes, I did. This is probably going to have to be it. Look, it looks like Talena Fortunato. Oh, no, is that Ariel Lowen? Who's that in the foreground? Look at that. Jeez Louise. Looks like someone we know, doesn't it? She's laughing her ass off. Okay, here we go. Brace yourself, everyone. Take a deep breath. Troy, you've been with black women before? You have? And you were a white girl. What's the difference? We'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> Welcome back. What's the difference, Troy? This nigga turned into a slave. Nigga, I don't know. As far as I know, there's no difference, huh? I've been with Miss Becky Bell my whole life. <laughs> nigga, talk to me. We free. <laughs> this nigga nervous as shit. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh Lord. Down by the river. Oh, my Lord. Troy, you been with black women before? God, that guy is so good. Holy shit. I mean, I, mean, I need to invite him on the show. Aries Spears. Oh, my God. 600,000 followers. My goodness. Man, he is good. You get a lot of different looks. Oh, you think that looked like Amanda Hari? In the in the okay. Yeah, Slater, that dude's hilarious. God, that that he is good. Good, great voice too. Uh, let me see. Was that? I'm going through my list of show notes here. Remember when I used to only use the show notes for live calling shows? Now the show's kind of different. Now when guests leave, I still I don't get off. Two hours and ten minutes. My God. We did it doesn't matter if it's true if it's true because Kevin told us that she's not wrong. Oh. Oh. Maybe I should save this. Oh, yeah, I'll save this. Are you guys do you guys like James O'Keefe? We don't talk about him very much, but we probably should. Uh, I'm going to pull up his Instagram account. He's, he's wild, man. He is something else. Oh, how do I turn on... Uh, I wonder how I turn on... Isn't there a way to turn on shit so that, like, whenever he posts something, I get a notification? He deserves that. What's this What's this thing do? I don't even know what that button does. I'm not pushing it. Man, there's some good shit coming down the pipe here. He's working hard. I hope he's doing okay. 
I know they're trying to sue him into oblivion. Jake Chapman, uh, wow, that's a really good point. Um, James O'Keefe looks like uh, Brian Spin on uh, Creatine. That's a that's wow. Okay, I see that. I see it. Oh, okay. Let's do this. This is good. I'll, I'll finish with this. Okay. So this is um, CrossFit.com's uh, Instagram. I'm curious what you guys think about this. And it's Rebecca Fuselier. Fuselier? Fuselier. Fuselier. Rebecca Fuselier. Am I saying it right? Fuselier? can't believe I got this right. I really like her. I think you guys really like her. She's, she's a needle mover. She comes on the show. People like her. She's funny. She's sweet. She's pretty. She's smart. She's energetic. She's vulnerable. She gives of herself when she's on the show. She's uh, got, got some underdog uh, attributes. Uh, sorry, Justin, if that's... Um, um, sorry if that's trademarked. I didn't say underdogs with an S. Underdog, meaning she's, she's just... She's little, right? She's challenged with her size. And I really like her. She's part Asian. Thank you. I didn't I didn't even know that, but okay. And so she so she's on here and CrossFit reposts one of her videos. And of course it's funny and it's cool. Now why is this guy J.R. Roberts posting now do one where the adult coaches coach grooms the child athlete? What why? why? Uh oh. Oh, and then someone put, here we go. Can't wait to come back to this comment in an hour or two. Her husband is textbook groomer. I don't blame her. Listen, you don't blame her. Why the fuck are you calling her out? Let me guess. This guy loves Jesus. Let me click on that. Let me click his. Servant of Christ. Yeah, that's what Christ wants you to do. Good job. Why are you going after her? If she was groomed, that's, is, is that like, why are you bringing that up? It's like, if you, why are you going after her on this, on her husband's not on this uh, account, save that energy and go and go uh, address her, um, address it somewhere else. I, I can't tell if this is an as a attack too. It's even worse if you marry your coach. I've heard, I don't know what the, what that has to do with anything. I can't tell if he's trying to be funny or attack her and I'm just getting defensive for her. why go after her. Let's say she was groomed, if you think that shit. Well, why are you going after her? She didn't do nothing. Jessica T., yes, I love uh, Miss Fusile. She has great energy. It's like, it's, like some, it's like something, someone getting beat up, and then you go after them for not being able to defend themselves. Fuck. Oh, clock. Here we go. Uh, teenage girls have been married off to establish 30-year-olds for millennia. It makes a lot of sense when you think about it. He's going after CrossFit for sharing the video, not Rebecca. Well, then fucking DM them on the side, not when she's fucking on there. Fuck, dude. Leave her the fuck alone. She didn't do anything. She's minding her own business. She's working hard. 
<clears throat> hey, there have been, I guarantee you, Rambler, and, and I, I know this is a, this is very soft what I'm about to say because what would the metrics be and it could be a whole show, but I guarantee you that there's way more successful arranged marriages than there are mar successful marriages where people chose their mates. Let me just start by saying that. Let me repeat that. There's way more successful. Savvy, define sex, success, successful. There's way more successful arranged marriages than there are marriages where people pick their own mate. I guarantee it. Only bet two inches of my cock on it. Now, my, are you arguing that one's better than the other? No, I'm just, I'm just starting to add to the facts of what clock is saying. John Williams, I agree with that. Seven. Yeah. Like let's this whole thing where you fall in love with someone and blah, blah, blah. That's, that's like that. There was only like 50 years of that. Right. And it's already gone. Don't, don't think for a second that that's still what's happening now. Now it's, now it's men wearing fake Rolexes and women having surgical injections under their skin, which is causing people to fall in love. And if you think that that's fucking better than arranged marriages, then fucking me and you are on two different fucking planets. And once again, I'm not saying arranged marriages are the way or something I believe in. I'm just, I just want to look at the facts, the truth. No one, no one, no one's like getting to know anyone these days in this fucking country. These fucking idiots giving their kids cell phones when they're fucking kids. No one's even raising their kids anymore. Someone made the fucking dumbest comment ever on a, on a fucking one of my YouTube videos that Josh Bridges was on. And I don't know how to respond to it because I don't want it. I don't want it to sound like I'm putting Josh down at all, but, but I'm not. But don't fucking compare me to any parent who's not raising their fucking kids. I raise my fucking kids. I don't send them off to a fucking camp where they spend nine hours behind a fucking chain link fence. I'm raising my kids. Do not compare what I'm doing to people who send their kids away to indoctrination camp. Unless you're going to clarify that. I mean, I'm more than happy to be like, hey, let's uh, talk about the difference between indoctrination camps and raising your own kids. I'm totally fine with that. But don't try to just like comp compare like, uh, man, when I bite into an orange, it tastes like shit compared to when I bite into an apple. Yeah, dumb fuck. It's got a peel. Sean Lenderman, when Seve yells and cusses, I get oddly turned on. Yeah, it's because you know I can suck a golf ball through 50 feet of garden hose with one breath. <laughs> Anyone know what movie that's from? Eddie Murphy. Oh, what movie was that? God damn it. What movie was that? Like Trading Places? No, 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 no. Beverly Hills Cop, one or two, I think. Thank you, Jake. I was good at 50 feet of garden hose. It was forced. I just wanted to say it. Hey, Mason Mitchell putting his hand on his forehead. Mason, that's what I think every time I see you on that dumbass bike. I much preferred looking at your bicep, adjusting the monitor, on the, your forced bicep shot, adjusting the monitor on a Concept 2 rower. If I see a picture, I want to be like, why? Why is he on a bike? I see you, Cave. Jody, thanks for the money. I keep seeing like that ninety nine ninety nine. Makes my day worth it. 
comparing me. And then and then this person goes on to say, and I they're 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 talking about how I'm an old uh uh I'm an old dad that's like acts like an old man and is all concerned and hyper protective over my kids. And Josh is a great young, strong dad who lets his kids be free and make decisions and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool. Okay, I'm fine with that. And then the person finishes with uh uh, and, and I'm from Europe, so I know. You're from fucking Europe, and you know. Go get your eighth booster, you douche. You're from Europe, and you know. You know my nuts. You know how to grab your fucking ankles. You know you're from Europe. No shit. There's this... um. Uh, as you guys know, I'm in Newport Beach, California, and the beach is like literally it, – it's that way, but when I point that way, the picture makes it seem like it's that – anyway, it's close. I could I could throw a rock and hit the ocean. In 10 minutes, I could be – in th 30 seconds, I could be down there uh, surfing in the ocean. Yesterday, I spent two hours body surfing in the ocean with my kids, and – there's a there's a pathway here in front of the ocean that just goes in between. I've told you just fucking as far as the eye can see in both directions, homes that are between five million and I don't know, forty million dollars. They're all pushed up against each other and they're pushed up against the sand. And then there's the Pacific Ocean and there's this path that goes down between the homes and the, and the beach and super clean. No, it, it's just nice. And there's a school also sitting on the beach in elementary school and every day we fucking skateboard by it i look at and, and i look at the kids behind the chain link fence and I look at my kids i'm like you want to go back there behind the fence they're like no sir no we don't i said all right be cool then keep winning jujitsu tournaments keep fucking doing ollies keep beating some of the just beat one asian kid at tennis we're good you stay out from behind the uh, chain link fence And give your kid a phone and call yourself a fucking parent. Uh, how we do it? Uh, yeah, slamming the Europeans. I'm here for you, Sevi. <laughs> Please attack the Canadians uh, and uh, Rain Friend uh, before you go, and I'll send you some moolah. Moolah? Is that racist? Moolah? Is moolah racist? Nah, I'm just, isn't there some people who fall, fall under a moolah? I'm not hungry or sleepy. Dude, you know what I did last night at nine o'clock? Um, Avi's like, "Hey, let's play uh, go fish." I'm like, "Okay." We played go fish from nine to ten thirty, in a couple other card games with the with the boys. We had a huge, ridiculously large bag of beef jerky, a huge basket of uh, raspberries, and I may or may not had tequila mixed with uh, Polaris sparkling water and i and i just feel huge this morning like i've like it's crazy definitely not uh hungry or whatever you said jake uh, felton jesus christos i was 16 before having a phone uh then he says the f word my parents literally took me everywhere they knew where we were at yeah so fun raising my kids no no pistachios i looked yesterday at the market to see if they had pistachios i would have got those but i didn't do your kids have rubik's cubes duh 
Thank you, Judy. Of course they do. Thank you, though. Yes. And they haven't figured out how to uh, even solve one side nor take them apart and reassemble them. So nothing special there. All right. Great show. Don't have a plan for tomorrow. Um, I should probably call John Young. He's the staple of the John and Caleb and Sousa of the CrossFit Games Update show. Jace has been doing a shitload of them too. I guess I should figure out what we're doing tomorrow night. Jeffrey Birchfield loving the headphones. I know, but I'm getting some weird distortion that's making me think that when I talk, you guys are hearing the distortion too, and that's really bothering me. Might have to retire these. Uh, Sevi, can we send you gifts? Yeah, please, always. I love getting mail. Since I've been a little kid, I love getting mail. Please. I'd hang out for another 20 minutes, but I got to pee. We talked about Fus Fusale. Be cool to her, everyone. Just chill. Don't be chill. What's this? One more? Maybe one more? Oh, maybe not that one. Uh, I'm talking about homeless people. Uh, Did we talk about uh, Clarissa Shields boxing? Mm, not that. Mm, how about this one? Trump supporter? Mm, no, definitely not that one. Mm, all right. How about Katie coming on, talking about... Um, thanks, John. I appreciate it. John Williams, great show. What about Katie coming on and, and just talking about Tyson Bajan? That was great. Woo! <laughs> Holy shit, that's a first. All right. All right. Bye-bye.